are live. Hey, Concrete. What's goody? We are live. What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy that it is freaking Wednesday. I'm happy that I'll have Monday off. Why? Oh, the holiday? Yeah, girl, we you gotta suck. celebrate Dr. King. Girl, I don't get that liberty, but um Oh damn. In in the A? Uh, well, not not my uh, most corporations, like when you work in corporate, they give you um I I've worked at a couple companies that did this. They give you like an extra floating holiday instead of that day off and you know you can use it whenever oh so oh. there's that but um i'm, I'm jealous are you one of those type of people that work on your birthday heck, heck to the no well oh, you no, know don't, officially... don't make it sound foreign okay that's what okay you yeah, would do. You're right you're right but not oh, officially okay. so i might be working but i'm not gonna be like you know, I'm salary, so I'll be working all the time, but I'm I'm gonna take the day off. I'll say that. So okay, whether I work eh, if I got a lot of work to do, I might hop on for a bit, but I try not to work on my birthday. Oh, I treat my birthday like a holiday. Child, I listen. To be off, like I, I, I try I do too, but like even if my birthday is on a Tuesday, I probably would have celebrated the weekend before. I'm still gonna do like brunch and stuff on my actual birthday with my fiance. But, um, you know, if I have like downtime and I know my birthday is at the end of the month, the end of the month is a busy time for me. So I might hop on just momentarily, but typically I don't work on my birthday. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know you think your birthday a holiday, child. It is. <laughs> like, oh, you should Lord. think it's a holiday too. See, I am not, not, not today, <laughs> not, not today. Girl, we, I'm we the not. second best person to walk into your life. Oh, you should think it's a holiday. Oh I feel like God is punishing me by making, ensuring that I'm surrounded by sages. Like, I mean, what's what's tea, God? Like, we need you to have a chat. Know? <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, I do. You I sure? Do. I feel okay. like I'm being punked. No, you're not. You're not being punked, honey. You're being enlightened. You're being oh! expanded. Um, things in your life is Girl. expanding, and I'm here to initiate change. What are you Girl, talking I'm about? I'm about to go. I, I, it's time. You'll be I'm, back. Listen, I'm not about to do this. This is what I'm not about to do. You I, I'm back. not today. I, I, I refuse. Lord, Deep breaths. She said, "Enlightened child, Lord." Okay. 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 Um, but anyways, I'm here has... to teach you to be more communicative. Um, I'm here to teach you I to be more loving. Much. I'm very loving. Um, yeah, sure. There may be some, child, I'm the most loving person you know. There may be some other areas of opportunity, <laughs> but not those two. Um, maybe boundaries to, 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 to um, ensure that, you know, I have firm boundaries in place. I could that say you, that's what we're here for. Yeah, because maybe y'all will. <laughs> um, but um, how's it going? How has your week been? What's what's good? How your week been so far? Girl, listen. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've been wanting to talk about this. Uh -oh. oh, and shout out to Celine. Happy almost birthday. You got about a week or so. So, you know, we'll turn up, Celine. You're going to take some shots Oh, she a us? cap, Lord. Yeah. I got honey, too many um, cap friends, too. Like, God is real, like, caps and Aquarius, like, my circle is full of. Like, why? Yeah, you know, them caps can drink. 
Baby, them caps be hell though. Listen, yeah, they caps, do hell. Listen, listen Celine mm. just be like, I'm with the Lord, and <laughs> girl, let the Lord turn Low the key, water into but wine we, that day. Listen, if we got to know her behind the scenes, caps be like control freaks. For real, facts, mm-hmm. Celine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, mm-hmm. so let's talk report cards right mm-hmm. and uh, my child my son got his report card today oh okay little solomon so this is the thing that i wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. how far would you go to help your children if your children are failing or they're getting ready to fail do you save them at all costs like how how do you um how does that work in your mind because this is the thing solomon mm-hmm. was about to get i thought he was about to get an f in science oh um and it was like one part of the school year like a little bit of the school year that he missed um mm-hmm. due to traveling whatever whatever you know mm-hmm. and um y'all know um, his dad stays like halfway across the world. I ain't gonna say right. world, but he stays halfway across yeah. the country. So we co-parent, quote unquote. But you know, his dad lives in a totally different state, mm-hmm. and he traveled um, during the school year. You know, so he missed a couple of days. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, like he missed a couple of days. He missed a good mm-hmm. couple of days. But so he was about to get a bad grade, and you know, as a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, I'm not even going to say just as a single mother, because I've seen other parents do this, but I was so inclined to save him. I was so like, I'm going to argue his case. It wasn't mm-hmm. his fault. Um, yada, yada, yada. Now, Curlin is, I would say Curlin is the stricter disciplinarian. I would okay. say that we're both disciplinarians, but mm-hmm. Curlin would be the stricter of the two of us. Right. Mm-hmm. So when Curlin says, you know, shit's down, it's down. It's like he ain't right. letting up. He ain't going to laugh at it. He ain't going to play with you. Oh yeah. He be dead ass. And so mm-hmm. I've noticed that I will try to negotiate shit for my son. And um, it was an interesting thing because, you know, he wants to play football this year. Mm-hmm. And if the grades weren't there, you know, football was out. Of course. Well, I, I thought about that. And then I thought about like other sets of kids. And I have to tell you, I want to hear what you have to say. And then I'll mm-hmm. tell you some of the discussion that Curlin and I had, but it was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Because, okay, so I didn't send the teachers anything to school for Christmas until today. And Girl, you late as hell. Yeah, listen, I was mm-hmm. going to send something to the school initially, but I'm a type of person, I generally go all out on gifts. So okay. I was getting ready okay. to send something to the school initially. Not just a little mug and candy, because that's all no. I was sending. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll send like a gift card and okay. you know, a little spa stuff. You know, mm-hmm. this stuff for uh, teachers, because teachers really do. Um, uh, absolutely the and they so underappreciated so yeah right good, good right good. so when I was getting ready to send the stuff to school because I was going to send it around Christmas and I was like um we had to have a parent teacher conference um mm-hmm. we talked to the teacher and he ended up with a new teacher 
in the middle of the school year. So we were dealing with somebody that was totally new, mm -hmm. um, younger. And I, I actually prefer older teachers myself, but. Oh, okay. Um, so we discussed an assignments, really couldn't get down to the bottom of as to what was going on because he was pretty successful in his other classes, like mm -hmm. having issues in his other classes. Um, so I didn't send the stuff to school until today and I was nervous for him. I was very nervous for him because I actually want to see him play football. I want to see him play. Yeah. Um, his Aww. dad says that he's a natural. Um, he was pretty good defensively in basketball, but mm -hmm. you know, I kind of want to see him shine. So that's cool. It was just the, the process of getting ready to save him. And I'm like, should we save our kids if they're in that type of situation, considering um, what's going on with schools, what information is actually needed versus mm -hmm. what's not really needed. Then I've noticed that other races of people will save the shit out of their kids. Mm -hmm. And it really put something on my brain. And I wanted to know what were your thoughts on that? Because that, that was something that was really interesting to me when I thought mm -hmm. about the concept of not saving my child to teach my child a lesson or to teach him some discipline. Mm -hmm. But it's not like I have a problem child. Does that make sense? Uh, absolutely. So my take on that is, um, it the there was such there were circumstances beyond his his control. It's not his fault that you know his parents live in two different states, and as a result, he missed some school. Like that's beyond his control. He shouldn't be punished for something that's outside of his control. Now, if he's acting up in class, and that is part of him having bad grades or not doing work and just kind of goofing off that's one thing but if it's something that is due to me as the parent an executive decision that i made i'm stepping in and i'm saving my child every time because okay. it was like they have no control over that it's unfair to punish a child for decisions that aren't their own like you understand what i'm saying i do now there is one caveat it so during the year, I would ask him, how's everything going? But I feel like I kind of failed in an aspect of not checking his grades soon enough. Yeah. Um, well, and you're then, getting acclimated to a new state. You got yeah, so much going I mean, on. It, but, yeah. you know, he made honor roll the last time, okay. the first semester. He made honor roll. And he actually brought home a C um, this go round when okay. I thought it was going to be an F. And so mm -hmm. I was really, really like, I was scared for him because I'm like, if Aww. you're dealing with curling ass, y'all ass ain't gonna make <laughs> it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and you know, kids need that balance. To be completely yeah. honest, you know, of course, like dad is typically the gonna be, you know, stepdad's the disciplinarian. That's right. that's how it is. But they need that balance, and that's where you guys' private conversations come into play. And you know, maybe there's a negotiation. Maybe curling is like, okay he's on punishment for a month and you guys settle somewhere on two, whatever, you know, like you have those conversations in private, but you show a united front in front of the child and they need that balance. He needs a soft place to land, but he also needs a firm person in the household. That's like, okay, this is what it is. So, you but know. you know what Curlin told me that I had not considered. I was what? like, because to me is like a thing in holding a child accountable. And you know, at the end of the day, is him that's going to school. He has to be 
um, very vocal about the things that he needs. And, right. you know, we can keep an open door. Like, if you need help with this, then, you of know, course. let me know Good. if you need help, you know. Um, and one of the things that Curlin and I discussed was, okay, because I, we talked about the accountability thing and, you know, mm -hmm. raising good kids and raising um, solid people. But yeah. he was like, when it comes to black boys, mm -hmm. especially with black boys, black boys are not going to be given the benefit of the doubt when it comes True. down to some shit. True. True. And that was a thing that kind of put something on my brain because, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you like I, I always want to save him. Like I always am like, oh, no, that's you know, natural. It's my son. Mama bigger. Of course. Yeah. But he, but Carla, Carla has a great point. But at the same time, I, you know, this is my like this is a gift and a curse for me being objective. Absolutely, the world is not going to make concessions for black boys. But at the same time, I'm not going to have an environment where I'm, you know, treating you like I feel like you're going to be treated out in the world because I know that you won't make concessions. You can have those conversations with them, with right. him. But even as a like with my fiance, I feel like the world does not favor black men. The world is cruel to black men. The world views black men in a certain light, but I'm always that soft place for him to land. I'm always ensuring that I provide peace for him because of what he has to experience out in the world. But to Curlin's point, that is absolutely true. I still feel like he he's still a child. So as the parent, you still got to do some checking up on him. Yeah, yeah it's his responsibility. Absolutely. But like, okay, if I know you're going to be out of school for a couple of days, I am contacting yeah. the teacher and saying, well, he needs his work for these days. And yeah, did sure that. We, you know, we, we took the proper precautions, but right. um, there was still certain aspects that I feel okay. like I dropped the ball on. And, okay. you know, I don't feel like if your child is totally messing up, then, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to bear some responsibility in that I aspect, that. too. I agree. Yeah. So I, I just I, I but I thought it was really interesting because I was like, man, <laughs> let me say my baby. And he was like, uh-uh. He said, uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> you can't say it. <laughs> But I, I, I thought that it was, um, I thought it would be an interesting conversation to have because it was one of those things that kind of had me stressed out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was uh, an interesting conversation though. And yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. But you give them something to aspire to. Okay. We got to get that C up. I want to see, I want to yeah. see you get that. You know what I mean? Like you, I, I was with my children, like my kids i always push my kids in school they weren't permitted to be bring anything in below a b and if they did like they mm -hmm. were placed on punishment but i was the parent who also like uh you know their dad was like fun parent but i was the one like um over the um spring breaks and holiday breaks and summer breaks they had to do reports for me like literally okay like what book are we going to the library to check out or what books did you um get from the, the book fair because you got to do some reports like i would have them do one report a week like i i always yeah. push my kids because i wanted them to excel but at the same time i also wanted to save them so i get where you know I get where you at with that. Yeah, you have a great point. Um, and I, I do believe in that. Because mm -hmm. the last thing I, I want to do is um, send another boy out here unprepared for the world yeah, and everything that it 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 that goes with it. 
So mm -hmm. yeah, it it was an interesting thing. It was really interesting. So I was like, I was just I was I wonder what concrete think about this. Yeah. But anyway, let's get mm -hmm. on to some teaching. Less, less, less. Um I I wanted to bring up, and I don't know if you've seen it, but child, like um Ari Fletcher. <laughs> And her her ratchet ratchetness uh, once again. Y'all gonna get up off of Ari? Listen, no, no, because um that mess that she said, like she ought to be shamed. Oh, um, oh wait a I, minute. Let me just say the verdict real oh, quick. Oh, okay. Gabe, he ended up getting a C. Um, if he had have brought home a D or an a failing F, grade, mm -hmm. he would have been on um electronics restriction. Till the next report card but Ooh, he actually that's bought a long home. time too okay <laughs> yeah like like i said Kerlin's not gonna or play something? or yeah, progress report okay. i'll say progress report okay, um so okay. that would have been a little bit over a, like a month and a half month and a okay. week or something something like that but he actually made a c and yeah, you he know, got to know y'all ain't playing with him too though so I yeah feel, i feel Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was like we thought today was the day, honey. We was ready to snatch wires up out there. Uh -oh. Like, listen, we was ready, you know. But it was so hard, like, not to advocate and to to say because I was like, but you know, we gotta. <laughs> I was trying to save him. No, and felt... he's right though, and yeah, you gotta you gotta allow him to, you know, as a black man, he knows what it's like out in the world. So you know, a failing grade is unacceptable. So yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I get him on that. Yeah. Um. But um. But Ari. So her comments, like as it relates to, she was doing an interview with somebody, and she was talking about how she likes toxic men, and how she liked the dude that, um, when she starts to mess with him and gets ready to leave out the door, he up the pistol or you know up the you know what, and like pull it out on her. And tell her, B, you ain't going nowhere, even though she was never going anywhere in the be in the beginning. And um, people were commenting um, on her post as a re as as it relates to her comments, saying that. And she basically was saying things like, you know, FDV victims and people who've been through DV, like was blatantly disrespectful after you know essentially uh making light of people who are in situations where they're uh victims of domestic abuse saying that she enjoys it and she likes it and she's toxic and she essentially creates situations for a man to um you know pushing a man into a corner to where he is going to return no toxic behavior to her and i just thought that it was despicable uh, we trying to find out is Gabe A expecting, child? Uh, what's going on, Gabe? Let us know. Give uh -oh. us the exclusive. Don't wait till you get the teapot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. So back to Ari. Mm -hmm. I listened to some of the stuff. Now, I'm not going to say that I caught wind of everything that Ari was talking about, this, that, and the third. But the stuff that I did see from Ari, I was... Um, it didn't surprise me. And mm -hmm. I don't think that women, other women, other women want to see all women as victims in domestic violence situ situations. We mm -hmm. all want to see women mm -hmm. as the victims. But we don't take into account the type of provocation that women will initiate. 
We don't take into account her mushing you upside the head, her spitting in your face, her calling you all kind of uh, bitch ass niggas. We don't take into account any of that. We don't take into account her going through your phone, throwing your phone out the window, her scratching up your car. We don't take into account any of the things that will get the average man's ass beat, breaks beat off of him. We don't take into account what women do in those situations. Most women want to see women as victims because the men are the men are deemed as stronger. Okay, that's true in some cases. But if you are mushing a guy upside the head and you call him a bitch and you slapping him in his face and you punching him and then he turns around and beats your ass, you're not a victim, bitch. You just lost. And if Ari was talking to chicks like that, um, everybody wants to act like those type of chicks don't exist. Everybody's not toxic in relationships. We don't do that. We're all sweet. We're all angels. We're all beautiful. We're all ladylike. Yeah, it would be nice to believe that, but that's not true. That's not real life society. Um, women will do some shit and cry in the same fucking breath. Now, and, it, and I found it really interesting that Rihanna was somebody to drop her because not only the, the backstory, allegedly, was that Rihanna had uh, did some shit to Chris and Chris reacted to that. See, Chris reacted to that. Uh, no, but I'm the not... aftermath, the aftermath of that was Rihanna ended up, Rihanna took the whole L with that. She took the whole L with that. But it didn't stop her from doing a song with Chris. It didn't stop her from going back to Chris or dealing with Chris Brown after that. And so then if you sitting there listening to someone who says that they're toxic and they like um, relationships to where it's a man pulling out a gun and they're satisfied with that. Um, and she doesn't see, she, Ari is also from a place to where she knows how uh, chicks go off on men. I mean, I, I didn't see a whole, I, I, I guess I, I can understand it from like the domestic violence standpoint. I, I get it to a certain degree, but everybody's not a victim but everybody's i'm not arguing not that what are you well, i'm not sure what you keep saying like like i don't know where that came from i'm specifically talking about her promoting toxic behavior up to and including domestic violence and then the her clapping back at people in her comments saying f victims of domestic violence like i'm not talking about whether or not think, i didn't a woman hear her say f, f victims of they domestic said no they said she typed that in the, her comments like those like she was commenting back at some of the people who commented under her post yeah about uh, her comments. that could be taken out of context to a certain degree that, that could be taken out of context to a certain degree to a certain degree because oh. you don't know you don't really know like like if she's um if somebody's domestic behind them f domestic that's not what i'm talking about it could have been like that um i don't think he, and she while she's crazy as hell while ari is crazy as hell mm -hmm. I, I i don't even think that she is even that crazy not with all the stuff that she has going on i don't know I don't know. Well, I, I do think that she's that crazy. For someone to say that they like their man to pull out a pistol on them, I, I, there's very little that I'm going to put past her. But I really and truly um, 
don't like I didn't see her defending I, I didn't see her defending black men saying that black women are the agitators in many situations that's why I was trying to figure out what point you were making when you kept saying not everyone is a victim I agree with that that wasn't the point I was making I'm simply saying that she's toxic and she's promoting something that's completely toxic and can land a man in jail literally him just up in the pistol on her if she gets pissed like she got upset at her baby daddy and uh, from my understanding he did pull her hair or something to that effect but she can call the, a black woman can easily weaponize that and call the police and you'll end up in jail despite the fact that she pushed you to that point because she enjoys that and gets her rocks off on that i wasn't arguing with your with your point oh, okay. more so than talking about the well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where did you get that part from? No, no, no. I'm trying to understand. Maybe because oh, you okay. said you, like, maybe you now, saw something been, in the video that I didn't see. No, I've been going around on YouTube and social media looking at some of the story. And it was people saying that she was defending da 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 and she was um, whatever, whatever. All I'm saying is every woman isn't a victim. Um, I think the initial things that she was saying like the initial things that she was saying I, I feel like everybody kind of ran amok with it and you can't tell a chick about a toxic relationship if that's the shit that they into you ain't really gonna be able to stop a chick from doing what they do um no, like I and I was also saying that when we always want to see everybody like we always want to see all women as victims and that's not the case either all women can't be victims either you know, oh, like all I'm, women, I'm women yeah, aren't victims uh, either. Not of the mindset that all women are victims. I would never make that argument. And I know you're not specifically talking to me, but right. um, as it relates to Ari, you're right. You can't tell a person that. But when it, when a man ups a gun because she pushed him to that point and he has his finger on the trigger and as a result, someone loses their life, then everybody wants to come out and there's this outpouring of sympathy. So you can and we should call out her toxic behavior let her know how toxic and despicable her behavior is and also in like i i don't blame anyone who's in uh who's giving her an endorsement from pulling that endorsement from her what she exactly what she said because i just pulled it up was we don't care you ugly you don't have a man who want to pull a gun on you like how stupid do you sound like she sounds uh young <laughs> but the, the whole thing dumb. is that I, that i guess i'm trying to get down to the bottom of is the mindset of a lot of these chicks a lot of these chicks have that same ass toxic ass mindset and it, it's just what it is yeah. um they don't understand until it is escalated to a very very fucked up point mm -hmm. the yep. whole problem that i have with it this is not the first time we've heard of her being in some toxic some You're toxic right. shit and, and but that's the problem People mm -hmm. will sit here and point with point at this situation right here. They'll make this situation kind of go viral. But she's been in other toxic situations before, and she still received endorsements. People yep. still supported Good her. Point. It, Good it, point. It, it, you know, now like, that's pick, a great point. One. You, you that's a great point because uh someone else said this and i'm just going to reiterate their point i saw a woman saying this on TikTok. fenty should have done a better job of vetting really and truly yeah. ari has been toxic since her inception into um into um, social media social media so yeah. fenty should have done a better job she's been in literally physical altercations she's had a numerous arguments that she's filmed and put online it was absolutely clear that she engages in domestic violence so why yeah. sign 
in her in the first place. And you are 100% right with that point. I agree with you. I just think that because there are so many young girls that look up to these chicks, that it's important for there to be a resounding voice of women saying she toxic, she disgusting. I don't support that. And, um, you know, who I don't blame any company for pulling this, But this is the her. thing. And this is why I would say that um, the entertainment industry is very they're very 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 hypocritical mm -hmm. nobody stands by shit you hear me mm -hmm. so with them canceling her um they cancel her on one end she'll be popping on some some other shit right, it don't uh, even matter <laughs> like listen, you're right I, and i don't think that she's canceled but i do like the fact that there are and i'm seeing public figures even stand up and say yeah you know, they, they stand up for one thing and then they condone some some nigga doing some fuck yeah. shit I, like come on you're right you right like listen I lisa ray did the stripper movie i ain't seen mm -hmm. that bitch denounce uh uh players club yet Mm -hmm. Listen, um, I, I have no problem with that. But for me, like, I, you, I agree with what you're saying as it relates to that. For me, as a woman of integrity, um, it's important for me to be um, consistent in how I operate. And like, I'm, I don't care if it's Ari or someone else. Like, And I get that she's young, but I think that we still need to call attention to what she's doing and the toxicity that is attached to, you know, what she's essentially promoting. Like, maybe she'll have an epiphany maybe she will wake up i have seen chicks even um chicks that are social media famous or have like a following that you know came back that said something incredibly stupid came back and apologized and they seem to employ change behavior uh who knows if that will be the case for her but i think for women black women specifically speaking out against what she's doing uh, that it's important for us to do that and hopefully she will come to her senses and understand how dangerous of a game she's playing and it's just it's funny to me not funny but in a way like ha ha like it's embarrassingly funny that she actually reiterated or iterated to people who were making comments about her um her commentary that they're mad that they're ugly and don't have a man who want to pull a gun out on them cha I Make mean, it, it sounds, she sounds dumber than a box of rolls. <laughs> but <laughs> shout out to Clarence Jr. Aerie reflects the culture. She yeah. is the epitome Ooh. of the hey. culture right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, it's funny because like, how much of this culture do you think we can save? If it's one person, then I'm thankful. Like it may not be, We I, I don't think that we will make a great impact, but being that we have a stage, I do want to speak out against her actions and maybe it will impact someone. Uh, you know, I've been impacted. I've been one in a, in a, in an audience of people who, uh, have a different mindset and been impacted with someone by so what someone says, literally, that's my reason for still being in the manosphere. Literally, I came in when there were other women coming in that wanted nothing to do with the talking points that some of the men were iterating. Mm. And I took mm. to it and was like, damn, they do make some sense, though. Mm. So even if it's one person. Mm. Well, um, <laughs> I want to send a very, very, very special shout out to KD for the cash app. We greatly, greatly thank appreciate you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, everybody, please hit the like button. Hit the like button because, yeah, we got some stuff.
Honey, mm-hmm. moving on. Did you have anything else about Ari? Because I got uh, not her. really. I do just want to say I did look up. So she's twenty five. Like literally, her reasoning is probably just now fully developing. Um, in addition, she comes from like a ratchet background. Like I always have hope for young black women. I always like. I mean, I'm an optimist. Like I'm, I'm the person. Like oh, they can make a change. And like I hope that she learns from the foolishness that she's saying. Really and truly, we talked last week about her um, essentially talking about the changes that she made after she started dating uh, Moneybag. So literally, if she can make changes and realize and recognize that her behaviors were immature towards him and start modifying those behaviors, all is not lost. And maybe one day she'll grow up and mature. Maybe. Maybe. But hmm, I do have another another topic. And <laughs> did you hear about Drake? what he do oh yeah the hospital yeah listen so if y'all hadn't heard about drake drake decides to lay up with another instagram model what he does he you know they go out they smoke they drink they go back to the room they do the business and drake puts a whole new meaning to to keeping hot sauce in his bag swag so after Drake finishes the deed, um, Drake puts some hot sauce in his in in the condo, right? And Drake leaves. The girl decides to get the condom to use the sperm to do whatever she was gonna do to the sperm, and the sperm the sperm burnt her stupid ass up. Mm-hmm. And now she's supposedly threatening Suing threatening him. to sue Drake. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, what are your what are your shot? thoughts about that? Like, what what, what he what, gave her what? a hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, <laughs> I. When I heard about that, like the first thing that I thought of was how I've seen numerous women talk about stealthing. Um, And I'm not sure if you guys know what stealthing is, but it is essentially when a woman is engaged in the act with a man and he slips it off and go raw. Um, And how like women are pushing for that to be labeled as assault, as as sexual assault. Um, You know what? I I -hmm. think that's a problem. Listen, I I absolutely find it problematic, but I want to know if women would have the same mindset as it relates to a woman stealing a man's sperm, like that's theft. Like, is that is that also should criminal charges? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. We have to really take into consideration is what is theft? Now, if he happens to leave the evidence Mm -hmm. in the room and he doesn't Mm -hmm. flush it and he he leaves it or he give he he does it inside of her that is her hers that's hers he gave that yeah, to her he, he said you can have this her. i, I got this for you gotta and get so, for you yeah that wouldn't be theft if he um put it to a put it in a place and like let's say she he flushed it and she found some crazy way to mm-hmm. get to it right. that still wouldn't be theft 
There's um, deception involved. So whether it's theft or my question, I guess, is should criminal charges be able to be brought against her more not, so than not what if, the criminal charges would be? Not if he gave it to her. Now. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if he didn't give it to her, but she found some way to get it. Like he tossed it in the trash, but put some hot sauce in it in the condom no, too. No, if if she came to his house and mm -hmm. stole a condom out the trash can, and she decided to use that, then that would be theft, right? Because he didn't mm -hmm. give that to her, right? Mm -hmm. But if he gave it to her and she she used it, that's not theft. That was okay. Gift. So I'm confused. I thought that he tossed it away and she went in and the trash can. It. Yeah. So okay. So but you keep saying if he gave it to her, that's not him giving it to her. If he if he left it in a trash can and that trash can was in her hotel room or wherever, then he gave that to her. That's not giving it to her at all. That is discarding <laughs> it and she going rummaging through the trash to to get it. That's not giving it to her. Listen, him giving it to her. I seen a court case on it, it and they was her. like, I seen the court case. I seen a court case on something mm -hmm. similar, and they said that. He he gave it to her. It was a gift. Sperm is a gift. Oh my gosh! I can see if he did it inside of her. Yes, then I would say, you know what? Even if he was laying on the bed, took it off, and said, "Hey, you know, can you toss that out?" I would see. I could see you saying, "Okay, he gave it to her." But if I throw it in the trash, I if you threw it in the trash in front of her yeah, ratchet ass, one, so you one just person's gave her trash is another woman's treasure, and that's why she got what, what the heck she got. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, yeah, uh, well, shout out to Big Truck. <laughs> he says hot sauce is a hero. <laughs> Listen. That Louisiana baby, I'm gonna tell you. Listen, <laughs> do it every time. Mm. Had that Cholula. <laughs> wow. That Frank's red hot. I put that shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything. He he meant that. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to, to Mr. Curlin. Hey, honey. Mm. He says, please, good Lottie, baby Jesus. Hey, Seuss. He says, please, lady, take him to <laughs> Now, do you think she'll win in court? Now, because you said, you know, you saw the court case where this all played out and they said she gave he gave it to her. Do you think that she will win in court if she sues him for putting hot sauce in the car? No. Oh, okay. She wouldn't lose. He wouldn't lose. Right. He right. wouldn't lose because he put oh, hot he sauce in right something. He, he also sperm. gave her some hot sauce. Yeah. She, she didn't say are. what she wasn't willing to accept. Mm. He also gave her some hot sauce. She got some that hot part. sauce on her hot sauce. Like, <laughs> oh, never mind. That was terrible. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> Shout out to Big Chuck. Oh, man. He says, I burned my used condoms with junk mail as tender. Oh, my God. That's gross. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Nasty as hell. It's incredibly. But but go ahead. Go off. Now, now, to be completely honest though, I'm gonna ask you something. Have you heard of men who um pocket their used condoms because of their fear of women doing crazy stuff? Because yes. I have. Okay. I have. Well, that's a shame. Men literally 
But at the same time, for the man, if you literally don't know a woman, you haven't vetted her enough to trust that you could throw your freaking, you know, condom in the trash. What does that say about the women that you're sleeping with? But it's shameful that men have to resort to that, too. It says that women um, will do stuff to get a baby. Um, Listen, that women, was a pay, um, pay day something for her. to get some money. Um, it says that some men have common sense. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be stupid enough to think that um, just because a chick is cute, you know, they like guys are really about this microwave generation, microwave society. Mm-hmm. Just because a chick is cute don't mean she really worth a damn. So they don't give a damn. They just like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that with me, you know. So shout out to Mr. Curlin again. He says brings a <laughs> brings a new meaning to burning. <laughs> Literally, let it burn. Usher said, let it burn. Fire crotch for real. Yeah, she was fire crotch. Let it burn. Let it burn. Gotta let it burn. (laughs) Shout out to Big Chuck. He says, she's a reproductive abuser. Same as stealthing. Thank you so much for that, Big Chuck. Uh, We got... Shout out to Dane C. He says there was an episode on Gabrielle Union's show, Being Mary Jane. Um, she stole her man's sperm and stored it in her fridge. Drake must have seen that episode. Matter of fact, I seen that episode. I remember that. I ain't seen that I show never in so watched, long. Uh, Being Mary Jane, but I have heard Girl of women Jane. doing that, like turkey basters and all. Yeah, type of they had that on the game. I don't know hmm. if you remember the show, The Game, but yeah. they had that on the game where the girl was trying to use a turkey baster. So I uh, get the witch call it. So, wow. I mean, I don't know. Men got it hard out here. Mm. Child, listen. Uh, shout out to Eugene Steele again. He says, OMG, was that brand of hot sauce the bomb? Um, <laughs> oh the way she said her 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 badge blew up, <laughs> we don't know. Like it was. She said she hot. got permanent damage. Yeah, uh, that's what she get. Like. <laughs> Stop being nasty. That part. I, I feel no sympathy for. N- not an ounce. What if it was you and you tried to use a. <laughs> what if it I was would be you? embarrassed to come out and say that. For her to publicly come out, like everybody know what you was on, sis. Like, you ha- have you no shame? Not a lick. Mm. Oh my God. They called their girl Ghost Pepper. <laughs> She got <laughs> wow listen uh well she got her just due um but yeah that that was pretty much all i had do you have anything else no before no, no we ma'am. get off into this topic honey um i feel like i had something else but i can't even remember what it was so let's let's hop off into it girl why is it profitable to shit on black women Mm. why listen i think that that's a fair question because we do have men even in this very space who making a bag off of shitting on black women wait a minute wait a minute Uh wait a minute is Uh it really shitting or is they telling the truth Uh, can both be true huh i ain't hear you can both be true I'm asking, and I'm asking as I'm processing. 
Um, I think that that's a fair question. Are they really shitting on black women or are they just telling their truth? They, they telling their truth. Um, I would say I see both. I see men simply telling their truth, i.e. discussing their experiences with black women. And I see black men who have little to no experience with black women, like the two gentlemen in our thumbnail, um, who are finding ways to berate and dog black women and they Shaniquas and Lakeishas, they unattractive, they ghetto, they ratchet, they all of these things, despite the fact that, um, you know, they have limited experience with said women and, um, you know, the generalization, they're applying these negative um, characteristics to all black women. And that to me is problematic. But what do you think? I think that you have groups of men from all over the country who have very similar stories about their dealings with black women. I think that this space has allowed these men to come together and to voice um, exactly what they've been feeling about black women um, or the not even just what they feel, but about some of the things that's happened with them or to them um, since they've dealt with black women. I feel like you do have some um, that will blame everything on black women but don't really have their own shit together. Like it's something actually going on with them, but um, it's popular to, um, it's popular. It's popular to join groups and to get with those groups in, <clears throat> excuse me, to get online and do that with these groups of people. Um, it's like, if you go to a space and all you hear is men ain't shit, men ain't shit, men ain't shit, you'll probably come away with that same message if you listen to those certain types of groups. I do think there's some validity to some of the shit that they're saying. I, I do think there's some validity, um, but I don't feel like it's all black women. I don't even feel like it's the majority, but you know. I, Here we are. I think you bring about some great points. Um, absolutely. There's validity to those who are sharing their experiences. I, I would never personally take away from someone's individual experience. But I think, again, like you highlighted, um, that um, that resounding, uh, those negative resounding opinions about Black women become infectious. And I think that men with limited experience, I've literally heard men in this space say, I've never dated a Black woman. However, they have negative things to say about black women because they literally say, well, my brother dated two black women, my cousin, I've seen other men date black women. So they don't right. have any personal experience to speak of, but they still have these very negative opinions as if they've experienced black women in a negative way. Um, I am not talking about those incidents where people are speaking about their own personal experience. I'm talking about um, instances in where a person literally makes a name off of 
berating black women, dogging black women, highlighting the flaws of black women. And when you say that, you know, there's some truth to some of the commentary that you hear. And like I said, I won't take away from that either. But in the same vein, we could say that there is some truth to that about all women. Uh, there is the uh, a, a white manosphere that has, has some of the same opinions about white women. There are Asian men who have some of the same complaints and opinions about Asian women. So why isn't it just that women are difficult to deal with or women are horrible women are money grubbing women are feminist minded like why is it um the focus on black women when clearly men of all races have some of these same complaints well i do want to read these super chats and i want to um share where we got this um topic from or, or what inspired this topic shout out to e capone he says they telling the truth women not easy mm. interesting <clears throat> interesting <laughs> shout out to black vulcan he says they are both non-80s slash fba would we should not give any merit to their opinions mm -hmm. um we should not give any merit to their opinions but there are black men who echo the same sentiment that's and, very true yeah like and I, and I don't think that they were solely specifically talking about black women from their own cultures like i think that the, you know the shaniqua and lakeisha's are a very prominent or not prominent very common um african-american names so i don't think that they were um, relegating their opinions to those women within their own cultures. But in my personal opinion, they're still black men, black men living in the U.S. So I don't think that I think we should give some credence to what they say, at least for examination purposes. Right. OK, Um. so this uh, show was inspired by um, AM1. I seen AM1 cover it. And then I went and looked at the Instagram post myself. Um, we thought it would be something very interesting to talk about um, because I would think that Concrete and I are in a very unique position by being a part of the space. Um, and, you know, out of a very few women that's listed as being part of the Black Manosphere, I thought it, it put us in a very unique position because a lot of the things that we see, a lot of the things that um you guys talk about we agree with there are a lot of things with that we don't agree with but um yeah i thought I, we thought it would be interesting to talk about um the instagram page is the darkest q um the darkest q has been featured in some really prominent magazines i think she was just um featured in forbes uh magazine a couple months ago like i think back in june 2021 um, so that was bit pretty big, but she's been in some big publications, but, um, yeah, I, I thought it would be very interesting. So, um, she says, why is it so profitable to shit on black women? Should men even be allowed to have podcasts? Mm. LOL, but seriously. Ooh. And even when she starts off, I'm like, why the, why would you even call for censorship? Um, for black Absolutely. men, when you have black women on the opposite side telling black women to abort black babies or mm -hmm. 
to move out of black neighborhoods because they're mm -hmm. so scared of black men. And um, then you have other websites like uh, Femsci that highlights the violence against um, black women by black men. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff going on, but there's no censorship. Um, if men get on here and talk about the ills that black women have created, women don't hold women accountable for any of those things. We don't hold each other accountable. Yeah. That's true. So, and the dangerous thing about pushing for censorship is you can't push for censorship of one group and think that when you say something out of line, yes. that 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 same thing won't apply or, you know, people won't be requesting the same thing of you. That's one thing you'll never hear me do is say people should not have a platform to speak, even though their opinions may be dissenting. You won't even hear me say that about white supremacists. Thanks. Um, because we say all kinds of things that we don't get penalized for, mm -hmm. but you know, if somebody else of another race says it, we want to penalize them in hard. We don't care about them losing their jobs, whatever. We want to come down on them hard and I get it. But, um, when she she's said literally this, campaigning for us to, um, uh, essentially, um, She's literally campaigning for us to essentially uh, start a petition against men having podcasts. Like, um, you know, the thing is, although she, she because she has a following, you can say something like that on social media. Someone will pick it up and run with it. And, you know, you'll have women that stand up in support of censoring black men. I, I, I have a problem with that. Uh oh. Shout out to Platinum Elite. He says, if you discriminate against a light skin, if you discriminate against light skin women, it's okay. But if you discriminate against dark skin women, then you're a colorist. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> we don't right? care if people go against light skin people because we feel like light skin people have um, privileges and uh, they're allowed certain whatevers uh in the social world that we aren't um so i think you bring about a very good point i think that's another source another sore spot of a lot of um dark-skinned women i think it is i think it is um but let me read her caption to this um she says black men are incentivized to disparage black women online because it pays it gets clicks views and engage engagement shaming humiliating scrutiny and scrutinizing black women is one of the quickest ways for black men to go viral and amass a following black women are scrutinized for how long our nails and eyelashes are what what kinds of hairstyles we wear for going to college, for not going to college, for being breadwinners, for not being breadwinners, for wanting to be traditional housewives, for not wanting to be traditional housewives, you name it. Black women have been hyper scrutinized online for it. Let's talk about why this matters. Um, and she included a note. She says, note, I did not name the YouTuber on slide five on purpose. If you think you know who I am talking about, please refrain from commenting his name and potentially subjecting me, a dark-skinned black woman, to harassment from his cult-like following. Um, it's certain things that she brought out that I found to be very, very, very interesting. Um, when it comes down to how black women wear their hair, we're probably 
the main culture of women who don't use our own textures when we wear the majority of the weaves that we wear we don't generally wear the hair in our um natural textures um and so i think that's a thing with the eyelashes i think black women have gone from like regular makeup to like drag queen makeup and those eyelashes look fucking ridiculous somebody needs to tell y'all i don't get it you know everybody wants to be the style and I, I just see a bunch of women looking like every other woman. Like, I don't see, like, the uniqueness um, when we try to cover our asses up with everything that everybody else is doing. It comes down to the nails. I mean, people are going to do what they want to. And I think some things are just um, what it is because people had long nails back in the 80s, 90s, whatever. Long nails have been around for a long time. So I get that. Uh, as far as the going to college, the college thing, I don't agree with the black manosphere at all. I think you should be looking for someone um, with some damn education and some sense and a woman who knows how to um, manage money. Y'all say y'all don't care about how much money a woman makes. Yeah, you may not care about how much money a woman makes, but you damn, damn sure should care about how she spends and her spending habits and how she saves money and her credit score and all of that shit. I do. Um, we don't get criticized for wanting to be tra traditional housewives. We get not from black men. We get that shit from other women. Um, women will have more so of a problem with you wanting to be a wife, um, than a man nowadays. Women will be looking at your ass like you done lost your mind because you want to be married and you want to be under the leadership and, um, guidance of your husband women make fun of that shit not men i've never heard men not in mass make fun of that um black women have been scrutinized online for a lot of reasons but the some of the shit we actually add to and i don't feel like we're taking responsibility for that and concrete i know i said a lot so i'm gonna shut up and let you go what you got um uh just one quick thing relating to what you stated um I, I do see, you know, I, I'm not going to really go off into like the physical appearance of black women. Uh, to me, I just think that that's trivial um, because we have so many more pressing issues. Like for me personally, I'm going to take stand up and take a harder stance against someone like Ari promoting, you know, toxic behavior, behavior that can get a black man jailed and a black woman killed versus me taking a strong stance against the appearance of black women. Um, but I, I understand what she's trying to say about black women being scrutinized. Black men are scrutinized for everything that they do too. Black men are scrutinized for their appearance as well. But mm -hmm. as it relates to black women going to college, I, I agree with you. I find that to be problematic. And I think that there's a lot of double talk that happens in the space right. because you can't say that black men are, um, you know, uh, most black men make $40,000 or less, but then say, you know, black men shouldn't care about what a woman brings to the table, um, especially with the rising costs of inflation across this nation. Literally in Atlanta in 2021, the um, cost of housing rose by 25%. Literally, we can't even afford to live alone. So it is important to ensure that you have someone that's educated, that is hardworking, that um, it also brings something to the quote unquote table as well. So to be dismissive of women with degrees is um, kind of counterproductive in a um, capitalist society where you need someone who is solid and can land a great job too um, in order to live comfortably. 
But as it relates to what she's saying, um, again, uh, my, my, my biggest problem with her whole stance is that she's essentially calling for censorship. Um, I think that I, you know, I understand feeling as though black men are turning this into something that they can just simply profit off of. And I understand that women have a problem with that, but you already know what the argument is going to be. Did Oprah not profit off of talking bad about black men? You know, uh, people have benefited from dogging black men out, talking bad about black men, painting them in a negative light, uh, making movies that depict black men as abusers, as, as rapists, as these despicable beings and profit off of those movies even still to this day so it's quite hypocritical for us now to have a problem with black men having a platform and black men having a voice to voice and air their grievances that they have with black women um in addition you know are we really upset at the fact that black men have a platform that they that their voices can be heard um yes. and my question, I guess, is are black men justified in their desire to now shit on women? Because black men feel as though they dealt with hearing black men be slandered and berated for their entire lives. So now that the tables have turned and they have um, a, a space such as YouTube or some other social media platforms where they can air their grievances, black women um, don't like how it feels for them to be, um, you know, for the spotlight to be on them, for their flaws to be highlighted, for black men to talk about the horrible experiences that they've had with black women and point out the areas of opportunity that black women need to be addressing. So is it par for the course? Is it just now their time to um, take the stage and air their grievances? And if so, should we sit back and allow them to do that? Um the problem that i see here is the black women that dogged all these men out weren't black women that are essentially a part of the last couple of generations um these were our great our grandmothers and great grandmothers wait can you repeat that i'm sorry what you say about the last couple generations the they were the generations who did most of the dogging oh okay okay um and they ushered in a certain type of man you know these were the generations that went without fathers being in the houses um so they had a lot to say in those previous generations and the men really didn't have an answer for that because i do think the men did drop the ball somewhere back then as well these women went on to raise their kids as single mothers yada 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 but they raised the same kids that they talked bad about they raised these same men that they had problems with and so when you raise those generations of men and those men have kids and they're seeing how their fathers and their um uncles and whatever are being treated and then you get them in school and they really kind of poor and they don't really have a lot and you black women and black girls will shit on these kids we you know i've seen it shit on them shit on the boys they'll shit on them shit on them hard oh you you look stupid oh you got glasses on oh your haircut fucked up oh your mama cut your hair ew get away from me oh you ain't got this oh you ain't got that and i mean they're groomed from a very early age very groomed 
And so when you wake up and you realize it's about 30 years down the line and you looking around and these niggas is running around with Becky and Maria and telling you that they should, you should be worried about them. You have to take into consideration the shit that was done to them for them to feel like this. Um, Mm -hmm. The problem to me is black women won't take any responsibility for the shit that they've done to cause half the shit that's going on within our communities and neighborhoods. We don't want any responsibility for that. But now we're sitting here looking at a bunch of men online who've been hurt by somebody because you don't come to this place to a place like this unless you didn't got fucked over in some way, shape, form or fashion by your mama, girlfriend, sister, brother, whoever. You got fucked over in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So you wound up in this space. Then if you sit over here and talk about the ills and shit that you've experienced, now you're wrong. But now these same bitches won't take their ass over to Cynthia G. They won't go over to Divestment Zillet no. and tell them what kind of ratchet ass, hoe ass shit is it for them to say, well, abort black male babies, abort all of them, kill them. I shouldn't have, then you didn't, child ain't gonna get off into that girl bidding because I don't know. I don't know. But allegedly, (laughs) you got pregnant by a dusty. Now you sit here and talk about aborting black male babies. And you know, this is alleged. I don't know. But you, now you want to get over here and you have chicks like this who actually would even come up with a thought process of censoring a man because you getting your fucking feelings hurt you know these the, some they do have some points you can't sit over here and say that the black manosphere is wrong in every thought process that they've had about women and all of their experiences about mm-hmm. women you can't say it's not true um Absolutely. i've dealt with black women and you know some of y'all fucked up some of us i ain't gonna say y'all some of us fucked up because mm-hmm. i was there too some of us are fucked up we don't want any responsibility for that so as opposed to letting these men have their space, mm-hmm. letting them get air out their grievances, and as opposed to taking our asses to the content that we want to hear, we go over to shit that we don't want to hear and then get mad that we there listening to the stupid ass shit that you, you mad at shit you don't want to hear about. Why the fuck you there listening? That's stupid. Leave. What you worried about it for? Y'all don't fuck with black men anyway. Y'all divested. Y'all done moved on. Um, y'all getting all the men that y'all want. All y'all want is some dick and some money. Y'all ba- big bank quiche around here. What you worried about these niggas for? Leave these niggas alone. Bye. What you tripping for, sis? Let me read these super chats, girl. Yeah, Shout I want to respond Andrew. to some of your points afterwards, but go, go ahead, sis. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. Um, He says, I don't see many lying on black women. Funny how many agree that most whites are a monolith and a-holes, but black women don't want truth told on them. Black women are self are as self-entitled, narcissistic, mm. and assholish as white men. Ooh, uh-oh. Listen to Andy. Now, now, I must say, I don't think that white people are a monolith. I don't think that there's any group that, that's a monolith. I think that there are certain traits that are inherent and, you know, that you'll likely find in each group, but I don't think none of us are monolithic. Mm. Shout out to the casual observer. He says, I criticize black women culture, 
not with Arabs and white supremacists. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Shout out to E. Capone. He says natural hair is eternal. It just is. That's interesting. Okay. All right. Um, shout out to Gabe A. He says, if you're looking to establish a family where education and learning is a high priority, you fellas probably shouldn't marry a dummy. Her mm. education matters. Great point. Great point. I agree with that. I wanted to respond to a few of the things that you said. I have some notes here. Okay. So as it relates, I know you kind of were talking about like a lot of the people, a lot of the um, older women that had the message that men ain't ish. They were literally talking to like our grandfathers, or our forefathers, but um, a young black boys grew up hearing that same rhetoric. So that, you know, whether you were talking to them to make these negative comments about black men, these disparaging comments about black men and how all black men ain't ish. And literally they're seeing it in the media and they're hearing it at home that has been ingrained in them and that is going to affect the psyche of what we now see as today's you know black men that are of dating age and marrying age so they're not unscathed even though we personally had nothing to do with the neg negative rhetoric that was being spewed um the fact that that negative rhetoric was being spewed has affected black men. And even if I feel like we allow them a voice to um, speak about their experiences, to talk about the negative messages that they grew up hearing as it relates to black uh, them being black men, um, I think that if we, we if we give credence to what they're saying and allow them a free space to do that and honor their feelings and what they've experienced as a result of that, um, the healing can begin. But to constantly shut them down, to dismiss what they're saying, it wasn't me. Like I, I, I don't berate black men, but I can take ownership. I can still apologize to my brother and say, I'm sorry that you experienced that. I'm sorry you went through that, even though I personally don't do it and certainly did not do it to you. And sometimes that's all a person needs. They need to vent, they need to get it out and they need their feelings to be acknowledged. But I also wanted to say, um, you were talking about, oh, black women also shitting on black um, men in school or black boys in school, really and truly, like there's nobody in the black community that was unscathed. Like I was teased all through school, like kids are cruel. So I, personally, I find it problematic if a person is holding on to them being taunted in school because all of us were likely taunted in school. And if that is the case, then that unhealed and unpacked trauma, you need to go somewhere and have that addressed because that's what black people do. We all we stay roasting and black boys roast each other. Black boys roast black girls. Black girls certainly roast black boys. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, it's it's a um it's a mechanism by which we um, kind of try to get through our pain and, and take our mind off of what's going on in the world around us because we constantly find humor in everything. Some of the sickest things Black people will laugh about. But nonetheless, um, I also wanted to say that um, um, the reason that these women won't just leave and step away is because black men are so influential and now that they have a platform and now that they have the mic they're influencing the conversation 
everywhere on your job on your facebook page on TikTok, on instagram everywhere you go at the family reunion on the radio station black men are powerful they their voices are being heard no matter where you go you can't just leave you can't run away from the conversations that are being had you can't escape the fact that black men are dissatisfied with black women and they're airing their grievances you may not agree with everything that they have to say but you're going to hear them because they have the mic and we got to respect that that's all i got but platinum says you can't say white men don't want black women but it is the truth black female divestors are spreading lies and hate to hurt women black women by majority have no options to date outside the race um you know, I, I won't disagree with that. Um, I'm going to tell you something. I think that black women, I mean, black women are so hell bent on refusing to acknowledge the black male experience as it relates to their relationship with black women that they will, I'm seeing black women in mass take drastic measures, whether it be dating other women, whether yeah. it be trying to date outside the race, because African men like black women, like they can, black women can get sex anywhere. Hispanic men will have sex with them. Arabs will have sex with them. In addition, I'm seeing a lot of black women move to different countries and they're bragging about their dating life in these other countries, whether it be Africa, Mexico, wherever. Literally, black women will go to great lengths to find um, an alternate or someone to replace the black man with as opposed to just acknowledging their experiences but so shout out to naima and this is a good question she says black men have all have always had the mic they had the mic in school on the blocks in the club at the store at the comedy shows when did they not have a mic concrete and i do want to well, answer that too um I, well let me answer real quick when she asked when they don't when did they not have the mic um black women dominated the conversation like I'm a black woman that's middle age and I can say black women dominated the conversation. Black men weren't, you know, sitting in a corner rocking and told to shut the hell up. However, the um, overarching uh, conversations being had about the black community, black people in general, black relationships came from black women. So if you're talking about they had the mic in these different places, that sounds more like entertainment. I'm talking about being able to highlight the issues affecting our community. Black women have always led those conversations. So that's what I was referring to. Sorry, go ahead, Danny. Um, I was just going to say, like, if you are comparing that to actually me having um, media um, bow down and kind of go at the whims of black women, I will say that media has been a strong tool in the black woman's arsenal against the black man. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, in the club on the blocks, while they had some influence, um, if you prime time like Oprah and you're able to run a full-fledged network, um, yeah, I think you, you would probably be so, more so at an advantage. Um, right. Men actually had to go to the Supreme Court to dog women out now that they were successful, but they actually had to take it up top. Um, women were just able to get on TV and say 
niggas ain't shit and everybody was like yeah girl you said that they show ain't shit and everybody was excited and happy um so i think that but i think that's a good point it was a good question we say Oprah, but Oprah isn't the only one. Like, look at most Recently, of the black publications. Rolanda. Like, and look at Essence, Ebony. Like, most of those publications, like, they weren't writing articles saying black men ain't shit, but the articles were highlighting the um, the um, inadequacies of black men. They wrote articles. You would see articles that were essentially highlighting that black women were leading the charge, and black women are the head of the household. Black women are the matriarchs. Black women are the ones doing good in college black women are leading the black community this success then, was on the back of black even to, to this day even when you see news outlets and they're highlighting things that have happened in the black community they always give credit and credence to black women always let me ask you a good question because i haven't thought about this in a long time outside of arsenio hall name uh some more black talk show hosts black men talk show hosts out of outside of Arsenio Hall and Steve mm. Harvey, because uh, I can only think of those two. Montel. Okay, um, and then even when you have those guys, those guys tend to go lean toward like a feminist, yeah, um, ideology. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm true. gonna read these super chats and then I'm gonna read the next slide. Shout out to Platinum Elite. He says Oprah and Gail King hate black men. And they both have huge platforms. Um, they do. You know what people they gonna do. say? They both married to a black man. Oprah ain't married. Well, in relationship with a black man. Sorry. Is Gail married? Yeah, she's Gail married and has children. Mm -hmm. Gail King. Yeah, she's been married to her husband for like thirty years. Her children are Oprah's god kids. Girl, I ain't even know. Listen, because <laughs> because she always laid up with Oprah. You ain't shit. Shout out to KP from KC5. He says, Black men were never incentivized to get rid of our women. The gynocracy has accepted full-blown policy against Black men. Goldman Sachs, others. Mm. 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 <laughs> okay. The now, thing is, the problem ain't even just, okay, so like when you talk about Goldman Sachs, like, you know, they're, they're, they came out with this big um, agenda to aid black women and help black women start businesses and give grants and da, 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 da. Um, the problem is with black women accepting it and essentially using that as a way to discredit the efforts of black men and shit on black men. Okay, Keenan Ivory Wayans did have a show for about. Five he had a talk years. show. Yup, for about five. I don't minutes. even remember. It must was so short lived. But the Chris Rock show. Um, the thing is, on their shows, were they were black men given the stage to air their grievances about black women? Even today, you get so much push. Even today, in the twentieth, twenty first century, men can't be vocal about their experiences. So I know dang well in the nineties and eighties, like we weren't nearly as liberal as we are today. Black men were not going to be given a stage to dog out black women and i'm not saying that all black women but no, come on like ladies we cannot pretend that we haven't heard the mantra that black men ain't shit. like i grew up hearing that that was Next. something very common like and it permeated my little mind like oh wow why you know like literally there were certain things that i adopted in my mind as it related to black men 
that I didn't shake until I was in my twenties. One being all black men cheat that black, no black yep. man will be faithful. I accepted yep. that and literally believed it until I was in my mid twenties, because that is one of the things that was attached to that whole saying that black men ain't ish, that black men are dogs. And I believed it. And I'm literally just having an epiphany that I believed it, that I absorbed it and literally didn't rid myself of that mindset until I was in my twenties. Oh, a shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, Keenan Ivory Wayans, John Sally, Chris Spencer, Sinbad, Magic Johnson, and somebody, I guess somebody else okay. had talk shows Andy just didn't last it. that long. I remember Sinbad's show. Uh, I, remember, I remember Sinbad's. I want to say I, I remember a hint of Magic Johnson. But I I just think that's interesting now that we're, but, we're talking about it. I think yeah, that's really interesting. But, but where where black men permitted or given the opportunity to speak freely about their experiences nope. with black women do you think that that would have been acceptable at that time there's no way and back then they weren't doing live shows that stuff would have been cut so quick they they knew that the the overwhelming majority of women who, who uh their audience was probably black women and if they would have aired things that kind of showed black women in a negative light they would have gotten so much pushback yep um okay let me read this next slide um concrete do you think we should go through all the slides or do like um, a part two because it's like 10. oh i didn't know it was so many yeah, um, I, I would only highlight the pertinent parts like if there's something that you want to you know we can roll through them and highlight the pertinent parts we can also get ready to go ahead and open it up they can yeah. join while we're kind of highlighting some of this and maybe give their feedback but i wouldn't read through the whole thing just whatever you find to be pertinent okay uh hold on i'm gonna invite people on up so we'll drop the link in the chat if you guys are ready um okay so this one says far beyond preference black men have long jumped at the opportunity to announce their romantic preferences even when unprompted these the subtext in these kinds of conversations reveals that these preferences are grounded in colorism featureism texturism and fat phobia recent podcast culture has gotten rid of the subtext there is no need to read between the lines anymore it is no longer subtle more and more black male podcasters these days proudly tout their misogynoir because it is so profitable to publicly shit on black women online Ooh. what are your thoughts on that because baby i got some like ooh. um you know what when it comes down to the colorism argument most men would like to think that it's a farce i don't think it's a farce i think there i think colorism does exist um as far as the fat phobia you know i feel like chicks is mad as shit for dudes talking about them but when we talked about dudes when they were younger everybody was supposed they're a man so they're just supposed to deal with it, it wasn't supposed to hurt them but you know now they're getting their feelings hurt and so don't say that you can't say that about us i don't know what you think you know um personally like i said I, as it relates to like i don't think it was ever one-sided with black women talking about black men as, as we were when we were kids we all talked about each other but as it relates to like i, I just can't find myself 
I can't muster up the energy to give a damn about these men's preferences. You won't hear me criticize black men for having a preference of light-skinned women. Now you will hear me when men try to like um, blame it on their preference for certain women of a certain aesthetic, but they're dogging out black women. Your preference really shouldn't have any, your focus shouldn't be on the women who are opposite of your preference if you're simply highlighting your preference. But I'm not mad at black men for their desire for light-skinned women or women with good hair or women who are fit and, 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 you know, in shape, like every black man ain't my cup of tea and no one can tell me to modify my preferences to what they think I should be dating. So I, I, I just, I think that, you know, it kind of comes off as I wasn't picked and now I'm mad when women focus on these things. I'm going to read the super chat and allow our guests to come in. Shout out to the RX zero. He says black women are the primary target due to being more unruly than any other races of women. Women period are forced to leave their comfort zones and having these difficult discussions. We are charging into battle and showing no mercy. Um, you, you know what, it, you, you have a great point because it is definitely outside of most of our comfort zones, um, to really talk about these things. Um, yeah, it, it, it you, you have a good point. That was a great, great super chat. Yep. All right. Tommy, what you got? Hey, Tommy. What's up? Um, so I think just in this uh in this era i think it's just profitable to talk shit about any and everybody you got people that it's profitable for them to talk shit about white folks it's profitable to talk shit about republicans democrats like in this era the extreme is is who makes the most money um they always talk about in politics that uh the people in the middle are the ones that don't make money you have to either be extreme left or extreme right and i think that's just the the era that we in is just um, the extremists are the ones that seem to capitalize the most uh, in any situation. But I think as far as like uh, with a lot of these guys, because I just kind of stumbled across this manosphere thing or whatever, and I'm weirded out by it because oh, shit. it's a mix of <laughs> good points. And then it's a mix of like revenge of the nerds type shit. Cause it's like some of the, I get and they make good points and then some of them I'm looking and I'm just like yeah blood you ain't really get too much you know in high school or after high school so now you know you kind of got a little money in your pocket and you think you that nigga so you can get on here and you can you know kick your shit and so um I think moderation is probably you know as they say moderation is the best of everything and I think that's kind of uh, what we don't have in a lot of these spaces is the moderation. You don't have the people that are making good points, but are not getting to the point to where they're bashing. And I think that's where people start getting frustrated at. Those were yeah. some solid points, but I think too, just really quickly, real quick. Um, a, a lot of the people in this space don't even have it like that. But you know, you're you're you have anonymity, so you can pretend to be anybody you want to be. You can come on here and dog everybody else out, out and act like you make high six figures and be living in your mama basement, working, delivering pizzas. Oh, you don't believe them when they say they make that money? <laughs> Listen, I think it's a lot of cap on this app. Um, I'm going to say that. I do think that there are some su successful people. And generally, I, I 
feel like I can tell in talking to them. Um, but I do think that the, a lot of people are capping. Like, yeah. Well, when you got a panel of 10 people and eight of them is saying they're making six figures and literally they're telling us 15% of everybody in America makes six figures. Somebody lying. Mm. Mm -hmm. Just not the black man on speed. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh. They're telling the truth. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to read the super chat and I'm going to let uh, uh, somebody else in. Shout out to Platinum Elite. And I'm sorry I missed the super chat earlier, Plat. Thank you for reminding me and showing it to me. He says, Stedman Graham has been Oprah's boyfriend for 50 years. The man is 70 years old. <laughs> and that is way too long to wait for some flaw from your girlfriend. <laughs> Know what Oprah wait a minute, though. Doing. That really, because Stedman is the one that should be proposing. Maybe he's the one that doesn't want to marry. Child, uh, if Stedman had any good damn sense, <laughs> no, child. Oprah ain't allowing Stedman to Oprah been like, hell no. Nah, <laughs> you know what she mama. did? Her tour, Stedman has his own space. He literally is like in the pool house. She don't want to be bothered with Stedman. It's just comfort because they've been is. together for so long. She be long. like, nigga, if you don't take your ass out. <laughs> to the pool house? <laughs> Him out. Let me holler at Lord. you real quick. She be calling him up at a D. Like, come here. You, exactly. Then sending him back home. She yep. <laughs> so what you about to do? Shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says black women as a whole completely have a preference for light skinned men. Black women have put too much focus on me being light skinned versus me just being a decent oh black God. man. Andrew, I thought you <laughs> were dark black skin. skin. I did too. He got a dark skin attitude. Like, it's something about Andy that a says... dark skin like, attitude. Listen, I'm going to tell you, it's something about Andy that says dark, dark skin, black Air Force One. <laughs> He Are like you a shit? Hey, she YouTube profiling. <laughs> she said dark skin with black air force. I, no, like I really thought that Andrew was dark skin. He me acts too. like a dark, me dark too. ass. Hey, man, that hey. energy, it's yeah. real dark skin. <laughs> y'all something else, dog. This that, shit crazy. Listen, that nigga got that black ass. Goddamn. He and got this that is black coming ass, from two chocolate ass. chicks. Like, we look, oh, I'm man. trying to tell you. He, he got that bitter black man energy. I would have bet it that he's dark that he's dark skin. I'm, I'm really and over here shocked. aggressive. Like, he oh. do not say... Hey, they gonna ask Andrew to cam up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we wanna see it. Cause I thought he was oh, like, shoot. I thought he was dark skin for real. Like, I'm, hey, I'm shocked. <laughs> Darkness. I, I know I kinda just popped in, man, but this is hilarious that they wrote an article and it's like, they haven't been hearing all the time that we wasn't nothing for years and decades. I mean, this is funny to me. Like, it's offensive for somebody to tell them the truth about the behavior that we see, right? So don't tell the truth. Let's just let it keep going and act like we're not seeing what we see. You know what? See. You know what? Let me ask you this, KP. Go ahead. Do you think that the delivery is a part of the problem in any way, shape, or form? No, the delivery is not a problem. I've been cussed out by black women all my life. Damn. I thought we had some. Y'all know, y'all know that's the truth. Y'all know that's the truth. The first person that I ever cuss you out as a black woman, they cuss you out worse than anybody in the world. Listen, I, I don't true. know, I don't know why these people talk about some tone. They cuss you out worse than anybody in the world. 
Dan, they and pop the nick and everything. Version of uh, fresh and fit talking about we color is because we listen. The difference is we're not even talking about our preference. We literally just talking about an assumption that we made about this is, Andrew this, after two years of, of, of you know yo, being. Yeah, this is this is what I'll say, ladies. It's like this. This is what I see. Black men have never had the ability to speak on these issues, so they just like, hey, nigga, shut up. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i don't i'm not talking was, about fresh and fit i ain't no, with fresh and I, fit, I, i'm not talking I'm about saying. fresh and fit either but i'm talking about rap music as a whole was um constantly on some bitches ain't shit and all she has to do is suck my dick and you know that's what y'all was on that's what, the what point that it? um that naima was making she was saying we can't say black men never had a platform when they were like literally they invented rap they literally if they wanted to and and in their right. rap lyrics they complained about black women and dog black women out within wait 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 but but the same rap mu music that y'all seeing that black women was disrespected by is the same rap music that they embraced and now that they run wop and all that with so it's the well, same I, thing I, i'm saying we were like, trying to support black men oh you so <laughs> good to be able to feed y'all families so hello hey hello. so we can feed the families hey but, but let's just get down to it man it's just like this think about it though ladies most of the time in these black families the grandma lives beyond the grandpa so pretty much most people don't usually hear grandpa's voice anyway and then if you heard grandpa's voice y'all had to really piss him off to hear his voice so more likely than not black men used to didn't really speak that often but when they spoke they meant what they said so that's a probably a part of what's happening too in the psychosis of the women because they've never heard a male voice tell them the truth because they've been raised by single parents for so long and now when a man says something they like shut up they haven't heard it that's a good point i know like growing up for me my dad was always like very quiet type um a man a few words but when he said something you knew he meant business and that's kind of how it was in addition the men in your family aren't really going to tell you the truth about how men think like literally Thanks. i'm used that's to men true. in my presence like not swearing they rarely curse because they feel like a certain way you don't talk in front of women and you know what i mean like so literally they kind of pacify the women in their families and they're not going to tell them the truth about what men think so can I throw something out there? Go ahead. Um, something that I've noticed in this space, and it's going to hurt some niggas' feelings, but I don't give a fuck. A lot of these niggas is lame. And a lot of these niggas is lame as fuck, and they making these complaints, and women are looking at them like, well, don't nobody want your lame ass anyway. And I think, like, I don't, I, I, w I would ask how many women actually see guys in this space that are really making these complaints that they literally like if they would see down the street because because it's a lot of the dudes in these spaces that i see they're like socially awkward as fuck some of them are like just like awkward ass niggas so like you can kind of tell why they've had issues with females coming up and that, I think that's why it comes across a lot to a lot of people is like somebody hurts you and all that type of shit. Hmm. Well, I just I understand your point on that, bro. But I'm gonna explain it like this, right? They can't come to the table and say that they didn't have a shot at the lame dude that make more money now when they chose Ray Ray, who was making the money in the first place, but now he in jail or he did, 
with no insurance policy. And they got two well, kids right here. You're 100% right. You see what but I'm saying? Because I, I, I see that a lot, bro. And you can't say but, you don't but, see but, that a lot. But, it's great. Wait, hold on. Slow. Let me, let me but, I'm gonna say but, this and then I'm going to let you go, bro. One thing we usually don't see is the sister pick the lane and stay with the lane. They got the 401k in the career. That's what we usually don't see. No, you're right about that. And and I don't necessarily think that uh like like it's I don't know, it is because like I've watched a dude, right, like get frustrated because he like he he's successful, he got it, and I don't understand this. And then somebody presented them like, oh well, what if you got this type of female? And then he gets pissed off and go, Oh well, why do I have to settle for that? And it's like, so if a female look at you and say they don't like the way that you rock. That's a problem because you're successful in this, this, and this, which, okay, cool. But then if you're presented with somebody that, you know, checks all your boxes except for, say, looks or whatever, then that's a problem for you. So it's like it's it's like a back and forth that's kind of weird that I'm seeing here. Um, and then even just like, dog, like I've, I've, I've sat on the stream, dog, where I just heard dudes, I heard one dude count the number of females like that rejecting. I'm just like, yo, like, wow. what are we doing here? <laughs> What the fuck are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and he's faulting the females, and I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm that's his fault. That's his fault, bro. But in my brain, I'm like, dog, you a fucking lame. Like that's just what it is. Like I don't know if you need to go get like a coach to learn how to interact with motherfuckers and stuff. But like, you just lame. Like you don't seem like somebody that somebody would enjoy being around, having conversation. Like you, you're like socially awkward as fuck. If you go, if hey, bro, if you go back to probably. Uh, the movie 40 year old version so he's like andy probably right <laughs> yeah probably something like that yeah like it's it just because and then like when i have conversations or whatever and i talk like a lot of these cats be like thinking i'm capping i'm like first of all i don't know none of you motherfuckers. i ain't got a reason a lot of none of y'all but like basic shit that i talk to them about and like they be like a man oh i would like to see you working and i'm like yeah, I'm not even talking like I'm a pimp or something. Like I'm just saying, like this regular shit. Saying, but like, so like it's it's weird to me because it's like opening me up to a world of shit that I didn't even know because I didn't hang around dudes like this that was just like, I guess you say that deprived of whatever female attention or some shit. So for me, it's like this is some shit that I didn't even know that was going on in the world. And then talking to these cats, I find myself kind of being lost. I'm scratching my head, going, "Wait." Y'all deal with this? You know what I'm saying? Even like, you know, them talking about even like, you know, females in this respect thing. Like, I ain't never too much had no problem with like getting respect from a female. But I carry myself a certain way. And then when I hear some of these dudes talk, I go, oh, well, that's why she disrespects you. Like you, you and, and a lot of these cats, they think because they went and got this money and they got this success or whatever. And, you know, they pushing in this manosphere shit, this alpha male shit. And oh, well, now I'm an alpha male. And it's like, nah, that ain't how it worked. And like, they not even self conscious enough to 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 even understand how awkward they are, um, socially. So it's like, if if we on YouTube, we ain't even face to face, and you awkward as fuck. I can imagine you trying to talk to a female, and her just being like, "Yo, get the fuck away from me." And then you taking that on the chin is, you know, all oh, these black women and yada, yada, yada. Um, 
I, I, I actually follow, but I want to I want to actually read the um, super chat real quick from Black Wizard. And we also received a cash app from my bro, Kit Clouds. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> Black Wizard says, IDK, it, that it's profitable. I don't know that it's profitable. Uh, you have to look for this stuff to find it. And the language around the conversation can easily get you demonetized or canceled. A small percentage of people make okay money, but it's not a multi-million dollar empire. Um, I agree with you, Black Wizard. I think I don't think though that you have to look uh, very hard to find it. I think that with the emergence of um, Kevin Samuel's platform being elevated and going, um, you know, his videos going viral, um, the talking points of the manosphere, I'm seeing them everywhere, literally. Like, and I'm hearing people use the terms that are used often in this space, refer to the manosphere in a lot of mainstream media. So I don't think it's as difficult to find um, the talking points or the rhetoric relating to uh, shitting on Black women um, as it once was. And Andy says, see Rose and Sister G prove my point on how Black women think, LOL. Not all light-skinned dudes are soft-spoken and happy-acting and swinging their legs on the bed like Drake while they write songs. <laughs> I don't know why you chicks assume that. I mean, I just thought that you were dark-skinned. Like, I, I thought sworn. it was dark-skinned. Yeah, I, I, I didn't no he have clue. a picture or something? You just, I don't know. He, I thought he did, too. Like, you just don't sound like a light-skinned dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Mr. Rideau says most men who derive success later know they are lame so what okay mr Rideau said and what um but uh so we gotta get big truck in here and get his thoughts on concrete. the topic Break good it. evening ladies nice to see you how's what's everything good, happy, new year. happy new year happy you what's happy new year big truck Oh, okay so basically let me enumerate these a uh, couple of points real quick based on what i've heard Okay, so uh, number one, as far as how profitable uh, talking trash is online, yes, it is quite profitable, but I'd like to point out to anybody who has a page and has been receiving their money through Cash App that the IRS is now coming for anybody who made more than $600 last year. Um, so please make sure you pay your taxes, otherwise you're going to end up getting hemmed up. That's number one. Um, number two, um, I will say this, you mentioned that rap music has allowed men to speak out. Unfortunately, you all see the, how should I say, the snapback that there's always been towards rap. I mean, they were trying to ban it in Congress for the longest of time. Dear Miss Dolores Tucker. What I will say, what I will say about this, see, the thing that happened ultimately and what pretty much boosted Kevin Samuel's platform, among others, is the fact that we were locked down and we were in quarantine and everybody was at home with nothing to do at all except try to come up with ways to make more money. So the, some people decided that, you know, talking shit online was a good way to, you know, create a platform out of thin air. You know, like I only came onto this Manosphere shit and have basically observed for, as an outsider because I always had a big YouTube before any of this stuff happened long before COVID and everything. So as far as the profitability, yeah, that's where you've got it. So you just like one of the dudes just said, you have a lot of people socially awkward, not married, 
have no idea how to keep a woman or control a woman. And those are the ones who seem to be the loudest voices talking about macking on women and fucking on them and this, that, and the other. And the reality is these guys have no control over women and they're pissed off and they're angry about it. Meanwhile, you look outside your community and you see all of these men from these other cultures, Jewish men, Asian men, these guys aren't worried about those things because they're pretty much already married. Even the lamest of them is pretty much married because they actually have a culture that reinforces marriage and things like intergenerational wealth and intergenerational stability. Unfortunately, the black community doesn't do that. And that's the reason why the black community continues to be behind everybody else. The last thing I would say is this. Um, as far as that dude saying that most of these dudes probably are capping about how much money they make. What's funny is I live in New York City. A lot of people really do make six figures. Unfortunately, it costs you more than six figures to actually survive here. So you have to make even more money. We have a lot of women making six-figure salaries. A lot of them are not married, no husband, no children, so forth and so on. And then you have a lot of men who have been in STEM fields and engineering. They make that kind of money. A lot of these dudes down south, they make that kind of money. So a lot of them probably aren't lying about it. It's just that even if they're making that money, that doesn't necessarily mean that their other uh, details in their life are on point. So that, that's basically what I have to say. In New York, literally, people work in service industries and service fields and public service and make six figures. Like, oh, 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 you right. know. Most yeah. of the women, most of the women. Yeah, I live in Cali. We got a, we had a janitor out here that made 200. I know what he's yeah. saying, but what I'm saying is statistically, they say overall as a country, 15% of people make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, but keep so, in mind that's 15% of 331 million Americans. No, I, but what I'm saying is what's the chances of you being on all of these pants and, 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 and me saying that it's not even just the money. It's everything. It's everybody got all the hoes. Everybody got all the money. Like it's never, it, it's rarely you see a humble motherfucker up there going, yeah, I make 42,000 a year. Uh, yeah, I never really got no female. <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's, 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 an ex, it's an extension of social media. Everybody has everything. Everybody has an answer for everything. It's mm -hmm. just, it's, it's the culture we in, you know, and anything you say, somebody, I had a, I had a conversation with a dude the other day and I had to, I had to chill him out. We were talking about uh, something about a woman's nature. This dude is like 23. He's in school. He's not dating. I don't I think even had a girlfriend before and he made a, statement about how it was factual something was about a woman's nature and i had bro you haven't even dealt with a woman before well yeah so how the fuck would you know oh well i seen this video it's like bro like that's something that comes from experience like you could watch the video that motherfucker could be lying to you You could read that book they could be lying to you you can't make like no you know statements like that if you're not experienced and i think that's the problem with social media and with this YouTube stuff is everybody thinks their opinion matters. And sometimes you're not qualified for the conversations that you're trying to have. And a lot mm -hmm. of the times people lie to make themselves qualified for a conversation they're not qualified for. Well, bro, let me just say this. This whole thing about whether or not somebody's qualified to have an opinion, that comes from this liberal school of thinking that says that they should be able to make a language elite and that people 
who they don't feel are qualified to speak shouldn't be allowed to speak. And that is basically the same as censorship. It's just no, like no, saying, when I say, hold, 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 let me just say, it's just like saying that somebody who's not a virologist shouldn't be able to speak out against getting a COVID vaccine. What I'm saying is if I've never been to New York, I'm, I'm limited in my opinions on New York. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to voice your opinion, though. If it's an opinion, it's an opinion. If it's a okay, fact, but, it's a but, but 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 I get what you're saying, and you should be able to voice it, I guess. But it's like, what, what what does it mean if you if if I've never experienced nothing in New York and I make a factual statement, their hot dogs are trash, and I've never eaten a New York hot dog? Well, what the fuck does my opinion mean? No, well, your opinion is still just an opinion. If I say that something uh, looks pretty or something's ugly regardless whether or not no that that's different though because that's a visual when i say well, something subjective so I and, no no you. but what i'm saying but what i'm saying is if i've never even experienced if i've never tasted a coney a coney island hot dog and i say their hot dogs are trash you'd be right how do you how do you come to that opinion if you've never even tasted it before? He wouldn't be right. No, no listen, I understand. I understand what you're. I understand what you're saying, but you have to understand. Yeah, Nathan's Nobody is going to agree with anybody else 100 percent of the time. That's just a simple fact. Nobody. So the biggest YouTubers are pretty much the ones that there's a whole lot of people who have plenty of disagreements with what they're saying or how they're saying it. So. Whether or not you feel that their opinion is valid or not is your opinion. So your opinion is just as irrelevant as their opinion or your feeling about their opinion. Okay? I think we understand. So if I've never had sex before, I can have an opinion on how sex feels. Why not? No, but you're right. Social media is very subjective. There's a lot of people who are influencers who don't have, um, like, think about it. A lot of these young kids are filthy rich on social media. They don't have life experiences. They haven't lived long enough. There's a kid that makes like $30 million a year, and the kid is selling, he's uh, reviewing toys. You're going to listen to him about anything financial? No, because you know that even if he makes the money, he doesn't have the experience. So my only thing is, he can say that. He's filthy rich. He can say that, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's invalid. He may have um, observations that he wants to share. Thank you, Big Truck. I want to read this super chat from Platt and, you know, see if we can move the conversation forward. Um, Platt says, define rejections. Learn from your mistakes. Alpha male is about you. No, I don't know how to say Not that. Not the bitch. Not the biatch. The biatch. No. <laughs> Not the bitch. <laughs> I'm glad you said it instead of me because um, that sounds like something Sir Ism would say. Um, Sheikah Atiba, thank you, boo. She says women tell their specific and real stories. At a time when women weren't welcomed in the world as we can achieve today, their oppression came from home. Um, I agree with that, Sheikah, but my problem with those stories is that they were essentially... um, you know, making blanketed statements and sweeping generalizations about black men. The same 
pro and I have the same problem with black men who do that about black women. So you can tell, and I, I spoke about this at length earlier, I will never ever um, rebut someone talking about their personal experience. But for black women to take on the, the, the stance and very commonly used talking point that black men ain't shit, that's generalizing and saying that all black men are awful beings. And I argue all the time with Roger who comes in this space and talks and says black women are not good people. Um, I have a problem with people making those types of sweeping generalizations. So it's one thing to talk about your own personal experience. And, and even in doing that, you also have to be aware of your audience, because for black women to speak like that to and in front of in the presence of young black children that affected them and me um, until later in life, like black boys grew up feeling like black as a black man, I ain't ever going to be shit as a black man. My capacity to succeed is very limited. Uh, I grew up as a black woman hearing that black men ain't shit attributing uh, the, the uh, character trait to black men that all black men cheat, that no black man has the ability and capability to be faithful because of what I heard growing up as a young child. So you also have to be mindful of your audience and using those types of sweeping generalizations are um, not good for anybody. Uh, it, it's not beneficial. It's harmful. Um, Platt said, just because you make a lot of money does not mean you can get women. A sad reality for lots of loser men. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and I also think that they take these platforms um, like Fresh and Fit um, to kind of hide behind guys who have made it to a point to where they got money and they were able to um, obtain whatever types of women, you know, women in general or whatever. And I think a lot of guys will hide behind those guys under the guise like well if he could do it i could do it or they're doing it for us they're our voice they they're saying the things that we haven't been able to say and i think it you know a lot of the thought process comes from there mm. wait, yeah, wait 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 what, what do you mean by that they're saying the things that we haven't been able to say um if you're talking about a guy that was considered a certain type of weight at school a lot of those guys were very timid, very um, um, awkward socially, mm -hmm. um, were scared. They were bullied a lot of the times and they wouldn't speak out. They wouldn't say how they felt about their their rejection or how they felt about women because nobody really liked them. Oh, sorry. Um, I agree with that. However, I think that um, that th that is part of the problem. Like when yeah. you have a person whose voice has never been heard, um, oftentimes once they get on the mic and get on the soapbox, um, especially once they realize that they're garnering a certain amount of attention, um, they can be pretty extreme with their points. So you know, as opposed to just talking about your experience, you do shit. You do stuff like uh, fresh and fit um you know for shits and giggles and just want to dog and berate black women because it's a popular thing to do and because you have the floor so um some of those people who didn't have a voice when they were younger um are now on the mic they're on their soapbox and they're taking this opportunity to literally put their foot on the necks of those who they take issue with um 
That she seems, could that also says, <laughs> of course it does to you. Um, Shika says that black women just want you to go to work, stay out of jail, uh, no community, and be present in the day-to-day -day family life. Um, I think black women, like many women, to be completely honest, black women aren't like all that different from any other group of women. We nag, we complain, but all women do that. Uh, we talked, I think Danny was highlighting previously how, um, or no, 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 I was listening to, I'm sorry, I was listening to Danica's show and she was highlighting how like women are never satisfied. Um, and that is common, like literally look for stuff to complain about, like the terms nagging and things of that nature came from somewhere and they existed long before I was born, because that those are common things that women do. Um, it's just that as black women, oftentimes, we've had the loudest voice in the room. Um, you read the next one. Oh, sorry. And she said, and today the struggle and disrespect still persists. I agree. The st struggle and disrespect still persists, but it's on both sides. And we have to acknowledge that it's important for us not to pretend as though um, it's only black men that's engaging in or doling out disrespect because black women do it too. Like we, uh, I feel like when we're pointing the finger um, that, you know, it makes it difficult for us to have those honest, raw conversations conversations and for us to ever get to a place of healing or even um, a place of, um, you know, f find common ground. Um, what did you want me to read classic Ruby's comment? Um, no, oh, that was not necessary. Okay. Uh, did, have you ever watched uh, any of Fresh and Fit shows like their full shows? I've watched you know. them. They were really long. Okay. No, hey, well, I, hey, I see that. I see that at the top though, ladies, but why did they put that at the title? Because they put the title as the Black Manosphere today. They're not even in the Black Manosphere. So it's a misleading title. But the, and the title they makes are, it. Listen, hear me out on this. Um, Go ahead, sister. When you have Kevin Samuels, who has frequented frequented their podcast um, on a few occasions. I, I think he was on there more than once, I'm, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I think he was a couple times, a, long, yeah, a while ago. They're going to be considered Black Manosphere, especially with the talking points. Um, exactly. They're going to be considered Black Manosphere, even if they're not on any list. Um, being that Kevin was on there, he endorsed their channel. He gave them props. Um, Kevin Samuels is the face of the Black Manosphere. Whether people like it or not, exactly. it is what it is. He's the face of it. Yeah, they made him the face. In addition to that, they come up in the algorithm. Like the, YouTube determines who's Black Manosphere. If you're looking up like some of the topics that are talked about in the Black Manosphere, Fresh and Fit come up in my algorithm, and I'm not subbed to their channel, and I've never watched their show a day in my life. Well, well, see, Rose and Sister George, basically the YouTube algorithm goes like this. If you have black skin and you're talking shit about black women on YouTube, you're part of the black manosphere. It's just that simple. There is no human being president of the black manosphere sitting at the top, doling out no. the manosphere card. Right. There's nobody making a choice. If I if I decide to say right now, you know what? I'm black manosphere. Boom, I'm black manosphere. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah see, they just they put they put him in the front so they can have somebody that they can shoot down later. Who, Kevin? I wouldn't say shoot down. No, I'm no, I'm saying I'm saying they're going to put him as their the system is going to put him as the face so that they could be able to try to tear him down later because Kevin? they don't want to deal with yeah the system is yeah so they're going to make him even though he's the biggest quote unquote person that's speaking about those topics yeah they're going to make it that way. 
I think that um, Kevin kind of took uh, some stances that Black America isn't used to seeing um, a lot of the things said out loud, especially when it came down to certain types of women um, and the way that Kevin has talked to certain types of women. And I'm not saying just Black women. I'm, I'm saying especially with Black women. Um, when he called the girl average at best and basically cursed her out, um, I would say that kind of that was a moment that kind of put the black man on spear on the map. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it went viral. Yes, it went viral. Yes. Shout out to the Roger report. Who in the he hell said, left the game? There go Roger. There go Roger. <laughs> read it. Read it. He says, your problem is not what I say. Your problem is no one can make a decent argument that what I've said about sisters is actually true. Plus, what I've said is not anchored by personal experience. What I say is provable. That's a lie. No, That's a lie. And I, made, and I made valid arguments against your belief, because that's what it is, or your theory, that black women are not good people. You can't prove that. Goodness is subjective. What would make them not good people? If I say to me, what makes a person a good person is them being hardworking. Black women are hardworking. Is them being resilient. Is them, you know, being, um, you know, standing up in support of black men. Like your idea of what makes a person good and my idea is going to differ. Your, uh, your commentary is based in opinion and not fact and it's not provable. This is going to be interesting. Shout out to I'm Pat doing and this with him tonight. I'm not. I, I'm <laughs> just reading read super chat. Shout out to Platinum Elite. What's up, Plat? He says, insane. Summer Walker loved the song. Black women did a great job with this song. Sisterhood does good. Conquer, you say you do a good job, girl. Um, shout you know out he's to <laughs> Shout out to Sheikah Atiba. Hey, Sheikah. She says, I told Obsidian and O'Shea that what they say is dangerous to black women. Now there's an uptick to the femicide in the black community. See, sis, this is where we got to draw the line, though. See, here going this when y'all right see black women, I knew women Feminista talking, Jones was coming. Uh, let me let me just say this: when y'all see black women talking about black abort black babies, abort black male children, um, do y'all go and tell them that the rhetoric that they're saying is dangerous and very influential, um, to the black women that they're surrounding, um? It's interesting when y'all talk about the uprise to the uptick in femicide. Um, y'all talk about that, but y'all don't talk about the shit that black women have done to black men um, as far as abuse, as far as molestation, as far as uh, provoking um, violence and, and being the provocateur in a lot of situations. Nobody ever takes any account for that. When are black women going to take account for those things? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not, I'm y'all know how I rock. Like I fuck with the black men. I'm, I'm here, but it is not like I agree with everything that they say, but I damn sure don't agree with everything that the sisterhood say, because they are also on some bullshit. Both sides got some shit that they need to rectify. Both sides. You know, I have to say really quick. Let me just say something real quick to Sheikah. Um, I, 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 
I don't know about the rates specifically for 2021 as it relates to femicide in the Black community, but I don't believe that Obsidian and O'Shea are responsible in any way for the nope. uptick. Um, now, and even in saying that, I think that that is why it is also important for us to take a strong stance against idiots like Ari promoting DV and their man pulling a gun out on them when they're ready to leave. Um, I, I don't think but they ain't gonna say nothing about this. One-sided things where we're focused on, you know, uh, content creators and assigning blame or attributing blame to them as it relates to, you know, um, the femicide rates within the black community. See, um, uh, Rose, um, I'd like to point out something. The vast majority of these, especially these high-profile femicides, the vast majority of them have either been related to females on Instagram meeting guys and then rejecting them or whatever, or they've been wrapped up with, uh, how should I say, baby mama drama, and you have multiple men on the scene for whatever reason, and they're either uh, fighting over that woman or they're fighting over the kids. Or you've had situations where these women are playing these men for money and then just deciding to up and leave them, and then the guys aren't taking it and they're reaching for a pistol. So my thing about it is it's easy to just say that the femicide is happening unless you actually analyze the reason why. What I can guarantee you is that none of these femicides were occurring where the woman was with the man and she was making him very happy as a husband or a boyfriend and everybody well, was very happy. I, That's not I don't wanna is. I don't wanna put blame on someone losing their life for them not making someone happy because the 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 solution to that is leaving her. But Sheikah did say that she said not just them but the message of the black manosphere explain Jay Black. I think Jay Black was uh, we we actually did that story on him and his situation was completely different. He had a tumultuous relationship with his ex that was all going for years and he also had um he had also been diagnosed with psychological issues so i still wouldn't attribute that to the black man well well see rose Rose, let me just say that the thing about it especially with um right now i think we all know that there's a huge wave especially since the pandemic of undiagnosed depression undiagnosed Mm -hmm. mental illness Uh, undiagnosed, all types of issues that have been completely undiagnosed. And most of these people are never going to be diagnosed. And those are the ones who haven't decided to commit suicide or anything like that, or haven't been outwardly violent, right? The problem that I ultimately see with a lot of these uh, maladjusted males who haven't grown up with, with, how should I say, uh, healthy relationships with uh, women is ultimately they don't understand that, well, they they don't understand and they don't accept uh, a woman deciding to leave them, especially when children are involved. Um, I referred to it before as interrupting his uh, slaw supply. And if you try to take a man's slaw supply, yeah, he's going to react really violently whether anybody likes it or not. And ultimately, morality doesn't come into it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Big Truck. Let me read Sheikah's comment. Thank you, Sheikah, again. She says, they're saying that because most Black women are murdered when they are pregnant and shortly postpartum. Um, She's saying, check the stats. Uh, And I won't argue against this because I have to pull the statistics myself. I just don't see the direct correlation between the talking points of the manosphere. Um, Our community has long, way, way before the manosphere existed, had problems with 
femicide and women being murdered by you know intimate partners so um there is a problem i will acknowledge that but i just don't see the connection to well, the see what else. one thing i'd like to ask shika atipa if she has those stats i'd like to ask her how many of those women, these black women specifically who are pregnant and postpartum how many of them were married and then well, killed them. if she has the stats if she would just drop them in the chat oh, for, it, you know other me. people might want to take a peek too yeah, she, um, I, i'm interested in seeing the ones who were married not the yeah, ones who well, were baby mamas but the ones who were married Sheikha, if you have the stats feel free to drop them in the chat i think we got a few others to read um and when i say married, i mean for rent Oh, we 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 up. We got it. Um, Platinum Elite says more men died than women. Sorry, but that is a fact. 184 male deaths for every 100 female deaths. You're right. More men die than women. But I think the point will be made that those men are dying at the hands more more than likely. Those men are dying at the hands of other men. But the whole problem is everybody dies. And well, that's a terrible way to say it. But <laughs> people die. Um, or get killed by people that are in closest proximity to them. So if they're dying in, in the proximity of black men, it's because they're by black men. Um, if they were in closest mm -hmm. proximity to others, then it would probably be the same thing. True. Because um, we typically seeing... mate with one another and we're typically in closest exactly. proximity. So, right, because it, it kind of goes back to like the black on black crime um, mm -hmm. type of deal. And you know, that's a farce. Good point. Uh, Platt said, oh, that we already read that one. I saw, oh, Platt also says black femicide often leads to male suicide. Guy just killed his girlfriend and himself in Miami. We are seeing, yeah, you will see the increased rates of male suicide. I, I've been reviewing a lot of these um, stories of black women being killed. And yeah, you're right. Um, there's yeah. also an uptick in, um, you know, crimes against black children. So black children being killed at the hands of mom and or mom's mate. So mom's yeah, it's just a, it's a horrible time. Yeah, mom's boyfriend. Um, yeah, mom's boyfriend. Cold steel mom's boyfriend who doesn't like you. <laughs> Here you go. See, why, uh, Cold why Steel. You tell the truth about these situations. I, I, I agree. I, I've done a couple streams <laughs> that I'm going to post on my channel <laughs> about these. See, Rose, if we just told the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, if we told the truth and we said, yeah, the reason why your father was on the edge was because your mom left him. You're living in the house. She slawed some other guy. And oh, he decides to come over there. He's got to pick is you up. Is that the truth, Big Trump? Yeah, or is that your opinion? No, because okay. in just about most of these situations where you actually see this happening, that's the okay, truth. Where's the stats? Where's the stats, Big Trump? Where's the stats? The okay, stats? So I'm, I'm waiting for Sheikha to pull them up. Hold on. Let me read this super chat. Coach Sheikha. Steel says, Sheikha ain't got no asking. stuff. Let, keep, let Sheikha keep donating, though. She got a lot of Y'all asked me to be donating, too. Coach Steele says, we might be asking the wrong question. Maybe we should ask, why is it so easy to shit on black women? Mm. Mm. Why is it so easy? It's I because my internet connection only costs $100 a month. That's why. <laughs> Next question. Oh my gosh. Maybe I don't want to hear. This fool, here go Roger, saying you didn't make a good argument. That's why you just went to subjective things. I address facts about them. I don't need opinions due to the proof. 
I'm not even oh. about to do this with you, Roger. Damn, Roger. But, uh, oh, yo, thank you, Roger. Today. I'm not Listen. dealing with him. Not tonight. Not not tonight, Roger. Roger, I'm dropping go a link in Roger. the chat for you, bro. Go if home, you want to talk to her ass, go, go, let go her home, ass Roger. Know. No, no, no. says, great show, ladies. Fortunately, the Manosphere birthed a space where these conversations are able to be had publicly. Score for the Manosphere. Thank you, Gastons. That's my bro. Facts. Appreciate you. Shika says, you can't cry about abortion, then murder pregnant postpartum mothers, uh, as well as the mothers of your children. It makes no sense. Ooh. The one she didn't use Ouch. was white. What she didn't use was what? So I'm still waiting for them stats. Wife. She oh. didn't use was white. She ain't got no stats, not, man. These she are not no black husbands. These are black so, baby So wait daddies. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So women that aren't wives don't deserve to, um, like men impregnate. <laughs> no, you know we're not saying that. You know we're not saying What I'm saying is when a woman is bringing another man into the show and the, and the dejected husband, or no, I'm sorry, not husband, the dejected baby daddy thinks that he's getting pushed to the side and he's paying child support for the next 18 years, he's reaching for a pistol. And by the way, as far as her little thing about femicide leading to male suicide, yeah, the guy saved the last bullet for himself because he ain't going to jail. Well, what about Jay Black? That was his ex-wife, not his baby mama. The the, the only one that oh. was a baby mama was the Asian ex one. Exactly, you're right. Ex-wife. She left You them. just said baby mama, though. She wasn't but, a baby but, mama. No, no, no. The point is they're not married. Ex-wife. You said it yourself. Oh Ex-wife. Okay. These are not happily married men blowing their wives away. So Nobody's so, making that argument. So are they saying it's like it's a thing now that men are killing their pregnant BMs? That's what this sister saying. In the chat. Women's stats actually good. She ain't got the stats though, bro. She what she said, the woman is not just the only person who controls marriage. Yeah, so the marriage takes two people. So him being unhappy, who's she, to say she that? She still ain't found your stats though, concrete. She told you she was coming with the stats next. She done went to something else okay. now. A, a woman isn't. Yeah, you're right. A woman is not the only person who controls a marriage. It's just that a woman by herself unilaterally can break a marriage. Even though a man controls okay, the marriage man. specifically by marrying her. She can decide to leave in this country, and some she can't. So, Sheikha, we waiting for them stats, hon. Um, I, I can't do this with y'all. All right, um, Danny, did you have any questions? <laughs> you want to read something on the next slide? <laughs> yes. Oh, Big J coming up to get y'all ass. Big J, get him. Um, I'm gonna read this uh um slide. It shut out. Oh, child, I'm starting to peep out. Uh, it says the Fresh and Fit podcast, led by Games and Fresh, <laughs> recently came under fire for their treatment of rapper Asian Doll. Some statements they made last year about Black women have resurfaced. Actual conversation they had on the podcast. Games, hey bro, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniqua, Shaniquas, go for it, man. Fresh Laquisha, Games. Me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown like that. We ain't night riders. Sometimes if they red bone, but like in general, me and Fresh don't dabble with in the dark, if you know what I'm saying. Um, we talked about this last week about um preferences and all that good stuff. You know, it is what it is, but um the shit that they said were was just downright disrespectful. Mm -hmm. But 
at the same token, ladies, when we have been, when we've rejected men and we haven't liked men, um, we make sure uh, to treat them like shit when we're downing them. So, ew, you look at them damn shoes. Like, who the fuck you think you is trying to talk to a bitch like me? You know how y'all get down. But the um, thing is, they weren't isolating one person. They literally, see, and that's my problem. They're generalizing black women. They weren't solely talking that's true. to one person. You got a point. You but, got a point. You, you, you know, everyone has a right to their preference. You know what I think is weird, though? And this is why, as black women... Um, you know, I, I feel like we got to start with us. I heard a clip of a conversation they were having telling another young lady that they don't typically date dark skinned women, but they were like, but we would date you though. Like we don't. And she literally was eating it up. So for you to be in the presence of black men who are berating black dark skinned women and black women and saying that, you know, they don't typically rock with black women and night riders and they don't play in the dark and things of that nature, but they would make an exception for you and for you to continue to sit in their presence and eat it up and laugh and kiki with them. Like I have a damn problem with you. You know what? But man, it's the character have... of the women that they invite on their show. True. Like they literally invite Dinty as Instagram bras to their show to you know to get followers. Yeah, that's what they're dealing with. The bottom feeders, yep. Yep. They go yeah, out and get what, what, uh what, what, what whole uh chicks that did all kind never mind. They go and get like the worst of the worst and then complain about the chicks being the worst of the worst or them having a certain mindset. Only but... fans and all yeah, right. but wouldn't that but wouldn't that make them bar bottom feeders too if you're if you're hanging around with bottom feeders and you fight them on your like, show? Um, and, let, and let me and let me say something about, about that Instagram thing. If y'all really see some of y'all are scared about the Instagram post. That Instagram post ain't nothing. Okay. And I'm gonna take and, and no, you know, and, and I agree with everything with the Instagram thing said. But here's the thing: there's somebody bigger and badder who's about to come after the black manosphere, and it, it ain't it ain't no black person. And it's not even not even one individual. So uh, so uh, so 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 in the past couple months, y'all might be on y'all might be watching y'all's back and watching y'all's words and and. And try to mind mind your p's and q's in this space because a lot of y'all mm. are, are some no good niggas on in this space. Mm. Okay, you know you know that fresh and fit shit. That that that's just you know that's just uh you know low hanging fruit. But but like we got bitch ass niggas, niggas like Obsidian and, and you know and um <clears throat> and you know talking about walking the blood prints of black women and and um and and all that. I mean you know. I know, I, I I know new, I know new. Hey, new, if you got a fucking problem with what I said, new, then come up on this panel or shut the fuck up. That's what you need to do, new. Um. Anyway, um. Uh, yeah, you, you know, I I try, I try, to, I try to want to know why why these women want want to sit there and complain about these, about these uh stupid about these uh about these women, but then they they don't want to change their own con conditions. That would get them with better women. All you got to do is leave. All, mm. all, all you got to do is travel. Get, get outside of your or five block radius out of the hood and, and do like what Santa 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 Toast Clutch does. Move from move from one end of the country to another to get to get you a better deal. No, but y'all still staying in the same area. Y'all still stay staying in the same place, whining and crying about the why. Why the black woman won't let you leave? Why the black woman won't? You know, we 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 on YouTube in the manosphere. 
the manager gave us a voice. You know, you know, the manager gave gave black men a voice, as if though, uh, as if in in NWA never gave you a voice, as if um. Uh, 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 Snoop Dogg never gave you a voice. Asked him, they uh, didn't give him a voice. Uh, no, Biggie, Pac, Biggie, Pac, KS1, and anybody else gave y'all, y'all had voices drew dim because y'all were buying their records. So don't come there talking about, ooh, 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 you know, you know, Oprah, Oprah went ahead though, man, and gave us. It gave black women the voice. Well, if you're going to use Oprah, dumbass neat Negroes, then therefore though you had to use 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 rap stars back that at that time too. Get out of here with that. Oh well, tell them, Big J. We certainly appreciate see, see, you. See, 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 that's why a lot of y'all are pissed off at me. Y'all been pissed off pissed off at me for five years, and y'all don't like it, and y'all didn't like it, and y'all and and ever since I came after your daddy. BGS, <laughs> y'all were so pissed off at me. Big J, you are gonna have to leave out who's, YouTube. Who's day mad day. at you, Big J? What, it's, let why me you got so much no, heat? The niggas uh, don't chatting. don't ask that. Let, let me the, read the, the super chat people. real quick. Hold on, Big J. No, we hey, right back. Um, I don't have a problem with the brothers. One one second. Go ahead, read. Go ahead, read. Lots of these lonely, broken-hearted men have asked to marry the black girlfriend, yet she refused. She has his baby and then leaves him. He kills her, then himself. The facts. Mm. Uh, thank you, Platt. Um, that is, I'm certain, I'm sure that that's true in, in um, some of the situations. Um, I can't stand Roger. He says, "I'm actually too busy to come up right now, but y'all know I would." So, so someone is praying for you, Danny. Uh, <laughs> girl, you know I don't do nothing but just be like Roger was right. Oh, your ass be sitting it's there trying cool. to argue with his long winded ass. I mean, and I don't we know just why I do it. I like torturing myself. I'm a glutton for punishment. And I thought yeah. I was the. Yeah. Man. Hey, you know Roger is right. Y'all know Roger is right, so let it be. But but why my man come up cussing everybody out? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He still he still I, I, I going. Got, I gotta say it. this. I gotta say this. How can I go be ahead, a bro. hypocrite? How can I be a hypocrite when hope when a lot of you niggas talk about pumping and dumping, but at the same time y'all y'all complain about single mothers? But then but then no big J's the hypocrite. Right. Okay. Um well, how 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 old can y'all talk about talking about uh y'all call women germ, germ and shepherds, but then though y'all want women to 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 look upon you with, with the utmost respect? Really, you are a hypocrite. You shine. Well, Big J, the uh, okay. person. Well, Big J, the person who was behind the uh, pump and dump craze, he has recently retired from YouTube, and Sister George purchased his page, so he's no longer a problem. I'm not. Mm. I'm. I'm. I'm y'all new mama. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And guess what? And guess what? And guess what? And I cheer you on. I cheer you on when you bought that channel, girl. I told eight. her to buy my page for seven hundred and fifty. I cheer you on on that chase, sister, sister George. You know, talking about you know, and y'all out there talking about talking about uh, we create the voice for black men for the for the manager. Then how come white women from the white manager have done more for black men than you done done for yourself, Negroes? Y'all see, 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 see y'all got see. Wait, 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 hold, slow, bro, bro. You ever since you came on, you've been making a lot of statements. Listen, man, you make a real generalized statement. You can no, say no, what you no, want. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on bro. You've been talking since no, you came no, up, bro. Oh, no, ever since you came up, you've been talking. We've been oh. listening to you. Oh, oh, since oh, you oh, came oh, up, 
Watch no, listen, you. listen. No, you listen, bro. Hold no, on. you it's can talk. No, I'm not. No, I'm not covering for you, bro. All I'm saying is let somebody else talk. That's all I'm saying is let somebody else talk. You've been talking since you wait, came wait, up, bro. No, no, I'm not holding on. You've been talking since you came up, bro. Wait a minute, because we we're not we don't want to derail the conversation. Big J, I don't either. I just want to say a piece, but the man don't. He seems like he can't stop talking. KP. Um, Big J, we're going to let KP get in for a second. If you have some additional commentary, we'll be glad to hear it. KP, what you got? And then I'm going to read the um, super chat and we'll let Big J in if he has something additional he wants to add. All right. As we deal with this article, the black men spirit inspires casual online hatred for black women. These are topics that we are discussing that have never been discussed and they have never been dis examined. So if, if Big J said he's been here around this place for about five years, right? So if they've been discussing it for five years, that means only certain amount of individuals have heard this information. It's going to take a certain amount of time for everybody to even hear it. I understand he may not agree with all of it. I don't agree with all of it. But all I'm saying is that brothers should have a voice. The thing That's is, these, KP, what, what you'll learn is that you'll see the same conversations be had year after year in this space, because there's always new, fresh, new faces that uh, come to the space and, you know, different perspectives that um, can be added to the conversation. So that's that's typical in this space that a lot of the conversations are repeated and have been repeated for the, what, 10 or 11 years that Over, this space has like, existed. Like, yeah, like the Dow, the Dow's in time, you hear the same shit over and over and over and over i'm like i'm like niggas okay 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 y'all been talking about this for 15 years right you know you know y'all y'all been talking about this ever since 2007 because i remember the i remember the manosphere 1.0 era same old shit i mean it's the same old shit i'm like like, like damn damn, damn are you uh, are y'all moving the needle? Yeah, though y'all keep on talking about. I mean, we here, we here to give black men a voice. Okay, well, Jerry, you see Jerry Levine Jr., uh, uh, uh black man on YouTube, like, uh, let me say, uh, Tyrone Magnus. They, they have YouTube videos who's in the millions. What, what, what is? They have voices. I mean, they're not a part of the manosphere. I mean, this, this whole, this idea about it, it gives black men a voice. That's bullshit. No, no, y'all won't, y'all won't, y'all treat this as a, uh, as a, a, a warm blanket. A security blanket, and so y'all can trauma bond about what y'all missed out in high school. Peace. I okay. think the word, yeah. think the yeah. word you really want is catharsis. Uh, it's actually cathartic, which means that these people are finding uh, psychological relief through the open expression of strong mm -hmm. emotion. Uh, hey, Sister George and uh, Conky Rose, what's going on? Hey, what's peace. good? Peace, peace. Um, I'm, I'm gonna try my best to just be cool, calm and collective. I just want to touch on something real quick. So uh, what we're viewing right now is just an outright nonsense gender war that happens every single time. I think the problem is now uh, certain things is not expected from, you know, brothers now. It's kind of like, you know, the disrespect that they might have felt from so-called black women is kind of coming out now and so-called black women want to react back and be like, yo, that's not that's not cool. So, I mean, my thing is on both spectrums, we, we do get disrespectful with each other. That's what I will say. I always say that. I, I try to get out of those conversations because it's not necessary. I know exactly where I stand towards so-called black women. But getting to Big J real quick, I just want to say, brother, I mean, it, it's very weird that you're, you're commonly a commentator of the Manosphere and say that you're not a part of the Manosphere, yet you always go on panels debating about the Manosphere. 
If you don't like something, what is the purpose for you to keep going back and forth about the same old nonsense every day? And you use your personal experiences about the, the problems you had with arguments with BGS, Obsidian, and then put that on other content creators when they have nothing to do with whatever problems you have with certain dudes in the manosphere. You're a hypocrite. And the thing about it is, is that uh, the thing about it is, at the end of the day, you would be better off sitting up there making content to help so-called black men instead of spewing out the same nonsense every day. I haven't seen you change your attitude once. So the fact of the matter you can get on here and keep complaining means you're just you're just as much as a complainer as those dudes complaining about so-called black women, bro. So you're a hypocrite. You haven't changed nothing. You're not you're not doing any other content to change the goalposts, bro. You're not. Okay, well, I'm gonna read these super chats, and then we're gonna start. Oh, well, well, let, allow me to correct. Oh. Well, allow, allow me, allow me to correct. <laughs> you gotta Brown give Bird. him a chance okay. to, to respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allow me to correct Brownbird. Brownbird, uh, on my channel, there, there, there's, there's been uh, uh, interviews with politicians, interview with senatorial candidates. So you, so you can go fuck yourself. On, on your, on your, on your, on your um, why you gotta be so bold, how nice, bro? How nice, why you gotta be so bold to be taking serious the word? Very nice, that was yeah. Good. Big J, let's keep it respectful. Uh, Go ahead, you see that, right? Uh, it, no, no, you can't no, just have no, a civil conversation. No, and this is why, this is why I'm saying no, he's a hypocrite. No, no. He hasn't shown himself. You can't just have a civil no, conversation. No, he can't be civil, he's rooted off a negative. You're too emotional. You're an emotional dude, man. You're emotional dude, bro. You just like the managed fair dude, so you can't complain. Keep it respectful. Well, go ahead and respond. You called me out of out of my name, so 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 why so why are you feel offended when I when I return return the favor? What name have because I called you? Because you called me out of my name. What name have what I you called call you? Bro? I called you a hypocrite. You call me a hypocrite. Yes, you know but what? that's okay. Wait, 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 so what we're going to do, I'm going to read these super chats and then um, Big J, I will allow you to respond respectfully if you want to. Um, but I'm going to read these super chats first so you guys can calm down. Everybody's so emotional. I'm kidding. Um, shout out to AM1. He says that IG post is a setup for more heat. Uh, I don't know. I don't know um because i think the manosphere this is probably the most that the manosphere has been mainstream though and like like people associate certain things with the manosphere so i think it, it could be it could be um thank you so much for that shout out to dane c he says myron went raw dog and a black insta model then she was saying she was pregnant. He's clearly a lion ass bitch. No, I'm kidding. A lion ass hypocrite saying he does you know mess with black women. Um, yeah, they lie about a lot of stuff. Like these dudes aren't um yeah. Shout out to Shaka Nulu. He says big joke triple X. Thank you so much for that. Um, and shout out to Soul Provider reacts i was gonna say soul provider speaks of never mind he says take your tylenol and go to sleep big j um big j said he wide awake right now wait mm. a minute i got another one mm. shout out to dane c he says big j is from the b1 sector with sin g and nylon Taz. okay okay <laughs> thank you so much for that i don't think 
And shout out to Robbie no, Privilege. Good. Thank you so much for sharing the stream. Um, you guys like, share, and subscribe. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, like, share, and subscribe. Um, new, I did read your super chat. Didn't I read? Didn't I read your super chat? I thought I did. I thought you did. I, I heard you read it. I thought you read it too. I thought I read it too. You know, niggas be tripping. Okay. Um, Big J, would you like to respond? Not once. Not once I said. Yeah, yeah, I like to respond. Uh, I never was been part of B1. Where y'all got that from? That that no, nah. I never been part of B1 because because I'm not pro pro black. Uh, I'm not back to Africa. I'm not red ball, green ball, black ball. So so you can miss me with that. Uh, I, 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 I'm an American unionist. Uh, I, I believe in the union of the United States. And um and uh and Brownberg, if you're going to sit there and try to call me a name, don't don't sit there and act uh, act all innocent when I come right back when I fire right back at you. You just mad mad because of what happened last the other day on my channel when when you when you when you, when you were trying, trying to call me out. And I kick you off. You, that, that's the reason why you came on here. Because I kick you off. Not at all. Okay? Not, not at all. I, I don't want to take up people's time. You, you know I don't like to hog the mic. But but first of all, yesterday, you and your friend had a horrible debate. That's why you put that video on private, fam. Because you a know damn well. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does that have anything to do with what the hell we talking about on he's this show? Today? Got so far. It ain't got he's nothing to do with it. Topic. Yeah, okay. I just wanna, it. Hold on, it hold ain't on. got Can nothing I... to do with this. All right, Sister let's, George. Let's keep our, it moving. All right, I'll keep moving, but I'll okay. say it like this. Yeah, let's do it. My that. thing about it is people have a select, people are being select on where they, they're um, issuing their anger at, right? So they'll see up there, they'll sit up there and see, oh, you see, uh, BGS make this type of content. Kevin Samuels makes this type of content. Oh my God, they're doing bad to black women. But the thing about it is, I see it from both angles. They could be saying some very negative stuff and that dude fresh and fit could be saying some very negative stuff. But how many times has it been the same applied on the other side where I could see so-called black women literally calling for the death of so-called black men and making fun of a so-called black man being dead in a casket? Why don't we ever touch on those perspectives but yet and still, it's all about how so-called black men are projecting and be being disrespectful. When I see it on both sides, people out here being full-on hypocrites and uh, sitting up there talking about, oh, nah, you see, th this is what y'all do. Y'all not Robert, mature. Now, Robert, the thing about it is, hold on, hold on. The thing about it is, after a while, it starts to get boring. Because if this is supposed to be a space about um, elevating, putting so-called black men back into position to lead, a lot of these dudes is not doing it. They're they're going ahead and talking on a soapbox, and they're just sitting up there talking about, oh yeah, well you know, women, women, women. I don't I don't agree with a lot of the rhetoric because it's stupid. You know what I'm saying? But don't, don't be a hypocrite. Is all I'm saying. Five. So Big J, no, you're just, exemplifying that. I'm okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? Though. Oh, yeah. me, me, you Jay, we're actually going to start the process to do closing comments. So anything you want to say, we'll have you um, say it in your closing comments in closing. That way you don't have to worry about the pushback and the smoke and going back and forth with anyone because I'm hungry. So, Danny, who's starting off the closing comments? Girl, let's go with our guest of honor. Go with Big J. Shit. Let me say something. Let me say something. Yeah, I'm gonna say some ladies. I'm gonna say some ladies. How, how you doing, ladies? Here, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, Brownbird, I'm gonna I'm gonna go live and go at you one more again. And you're welcome. Come on, come on board. 
because I'm I'm because I'm gonna straighten your ass, move the fuck out this bitch. And the second, <laughs> second, second, second thing, the second second thing, I wish black men know will know how to communicate. See, the thing is, the thing is, you know, every time you know it, what what really uh, is is problematic with, with with me is that black men look at women as as sexual objects or 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 or, or appendages and not not respecting uh women's or or other people as 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 uh, as as fellow human beings that's my problem okay that mm-hmm. that's that's always been, been been my problem based on the first thing that that comes out their mouth is oh oh uh pussy uh, trying to find their manhood drew, drew their pussies uh, drew, drew between the legs of another woman. Okay, so that's that's my problem. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Who is who is that fine white white woman over there, man? Who's that fine white one over there? Oh yeah. Uh, where are the white women at, by the way? Anyway, uh, anyway, right here. I, I, <laughs> anyway, I'm 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 out though. Uh, but thank y'all for your time, Sister George and Concrete Rose. I'm gonna I'm go start live and cook and cook the shit Thank out of a, a brown, you know, brown. Thank you for joining right us, there. Big oh, J. Um, I'm sure it's All going right, to be then. extremely entertaining. We appreciate you for stopping by, bro. Thank you so much. All right, then. Shout out to Dane C. He says, I was a B1 watcher from the chats. Big J, I just seen you on Taz panels. <laughs> just the other day, you was on his panels. You a lying ass dude. <laughs> Just because, <laughs> just because you saw me on your the ass, I don't, I don't do teams. I, I'm an individual, but, 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 but you better be careful what you ask for. If I do have a team, this whole space will be in trouble. I'll tell you that right now. If I, re- if I really had a team, whatever you say, Big All right. Thank, thank you, Big J. Um. KP okay. drop down. Okay. Big truck. <laughs> well, thank, uh, well, no, no. Well, thank you again for another uh, great topic. And thank you for, um, you know, uh, having me on the panel. And uh, I think it went pretty well tonight, I suppose. Uh, you guys got to do this more often. It's like um, every time, you know, something major happens, you guys got to come one up because it's like there's uh, so much, you know, worth talking about. And, uh, we, we, you know, we like uh, your uh, channel, obviously, because, you know, we support your channel. So we love your channel. Um, but uh, other than that, th- that's about it for me. And I'm about to jump in uh, the bed, get ready to wake up in the morning, go back to this damn office through this freaking traffic. So, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Thank you, um, Big Truck. I was about to call you Big J. <laughs> Thank you, Big Truck. Uh, but um, uh, not me. Don't, I, don't, I don't stutter. <laughs> but okay. Don't do that, Damn. Big Truck. That don't look like an Asian woman, and uh, I mean a, a Filipino woman in your uh, profile. You see how they do? Uh, no comment. Who is exactly. this white woman? Look, he didn't want to oh, get but, but keep in mind, C Rose and Sister George. Keep in mind, you tune in on April fourteenth. We're heading business class on Emirates to Maldives after Dubai. A little stopover, Damn, two hour layover. We are going, uh, Sister yeah. George. Sister George, we yeah. are going to Maldives, but we're not going like them poor people in the back of the plane. No, we're going business class on Emirates Airlines. 
to Maldives. That's exactly 92 you days. Oh, I'm gonna make oh believe me, I'm gonna make some videos. I'm gonna make some videos to share with all these sisters on Instagram who are never gonna get to go there and have no man to take I said NFTs. You're talking about trying to put it. NFTs, listen, NFTs are a scam, and uh, it's just another crypto scam. I know there's a lot of money invested in it, but it's, it's another scam. So try not to wrap your money up in that. Get yourself some dividend-paying stocks. We'll instead. keep an eye out for your uh, United, your, uh, United April 14th. April 14th, Emirates Business Class to Maldives. That's 16 hours. No, I, well, the total is 20 hours because it's a two-hour layover. And we're gonna drink. I'm gonna drink so much of their wine until the pilots are gonna think there's something wrong with the plane, and they're gonna have to come to the back because their wine is being drank all up. I'm gonna be drunk on that plane. Be careful. You're still a big black man. But I'm in business you class, though. Know, if you, know you want to move around like a white man, but you're still a big black if, man. Don't if forget you touch that. me, I will sue your ass back to Abu Dhabi. Oh my gosh. All right. Go. All right. Thank you. We appreciate you, bro. Okay. Talk to you later. Uh, Edward Bailey says, I told a certain investor named Andrea Nicole that she needed psych psychiatric help. She thanked me for saying that. Okay, well, we, we appreciate the support, whoever Andrea Nicole is. Hopefully she went to get some help. Um, this was an, an interesting stream. I really enjoyed our um, time to dialogue together about the actual topic before we got completely derailed and this i just don't know where we, we ended up panels i know but um <laughs> i thought that this was an interesting conversation to have regarding it being profitable to take a dump on black women's um i thought some very interesting commentary was uh had within the chat thank you sheikah because you raised some very interesting questions that resulted in some good dialogue as well um i do think that you have some valid concerns as it relates to femicide in the black community i think the women in the chat bringing up the fact that black men did also have a platform was also a, another good point I personally think that until we allow Black men to have a space to air their grievances um, without butting in, without getting offended, and without trying to censor them, um, that you know that we're essentially fanning the flames, and we're it, it'll continue to ignite these explosive and divisive um, talking points and conversations that are being had throughout all of social media. I think we have to allow them their space to vent and do it freely. And we also have to acknowledge our own role in um, their dissatisfaction, as they should with ours. But um, this was just a good show. I enjoyed it. So thank you to everybody who joined the panel and everybody supported by way of who supported by way of um, Super Chat and Cash App. Yup. Um, thank you guys for coming. This was robust. It was very robust. That was a, that mm -hmm. was a good one. It was robust. Um, yeah. Oh, look at this. Look at this one. I actually enjoyed this stream. <laughs> Concrete, I was with you. Sister George, not so much. Dang, ain't nobody asked you. <laughs> Goodness, right, boo. I appreciate you. <laughs> Just they said you was not Ari in the beginning. You was um team Ari. Girl, I was not team Ari. You was the team whole... up a pistol. I was not. 
No, I was not. No, the only thing I be saying is, is y'all don't be making. Let me get out the door. See, this is that bullshit I be talking about. I, I am calm. Okay, okay, okay. I be hating with people. He sound. Never mind. I ain't gonna say who he sound like. Then Jim back him. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wasn't with Ari. I I was just saying that, you know, she a hood rat, and hood rat understand hood rat things, and she she understand mm-hmm. hood rat language. So, you know, she was speaking for them, and I feel like the hood rats also deserve a voice. You know, okay. just like these niggas. Do. I feel you. Thank you. Uh oh, look at Platt. Uh oh, thank you, Platt. Thank you. That's some good child support. <laughs> um well big truck has made it clear that all black women are baby mamas so you know we need well we both are so i mean yeah no i ain't a baby mama my kids grown as hell <laughs> so i don't have no babies damn i'm, I'm somebody so mama though solomon ass ain't gonna never be old <laughs> shush no child okay Anywho, um, thank you guys so much for coming through and supporting the stream. Um, we did not get a chance to go through all the clips, but um, I did want to debunk some more of the talking points that I've seen in there or um, have a discussion about some of the some other talking points that I've seen there. Um, otherwise, it was just a good show. Um, y'all y'all want to stay tuned because we got some shit coming on the way. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go. Um, all right. Well, we'll be back definitely on Sunday, if not before then. Yeah, we should do another show this week. I agree. We'll yeah. chat about it. Okay. Well, thank y'all uh, for coming through. Um, y'all be careful and safe. And we'll see y'all on Sunday or Peace. whenever.